heard from Joel since we uh, boxed that's, back and forth? No, that's since this morning when we were chatting. Yeah. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll, he'll be showing up. I gotta change headsets here. These are horrible. Maybe I should uh, put an all call out on. The bat signal. Yeah, put out the bat signal. Let's see. Late night QRM. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? The time is 8.03. Podcasting has commenced. Do you know where your microphone is? Almost live from across the USA. This is Late Night. Your hosts tonight are Joel, Barry, and Michael, the Virtual Tractor Man. Tonight, Michael forgets about Two bolts. Joel reviews new games and the Rav Four's magical tires. All that and more on late night. And now, digitally gathering to watch Michael breathe life back into his Bolins. It's alive! It's alive! Here's Joel, Barry, and Michael! Welcome, everybody, to Late Night QRM show number 225 from the Monadnock region in southwest New Hampshire, where it's starting to get chilly all the time now. I'm Barry J. And also from the Monadnock region near Crotchet Mountain, where it was snowing a little bit every day, this is Joel. And from the suburbs of Copper Harbor in Studio V. No, 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 the other Studio V, the old one yet. This is Michael, the virtual youper. Where it's, what, what's what's the snow like there? Uh, yeah, it's a smidgen. And what's, what's a smidgen? smidgen? Ah, there's probably three inches, five inches here and there, but in some places it's still bare. Really? Yeah, wow. it's 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 starting to look like October. Let me put it that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, you're a month behind. Two we all are actually two months behind. Yeah, yeah, you guys are. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, it's but, December now. Jeez, it's December. I mean, usually uh, the road to Saskatchewan's already got hard pack on it. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. Okay. Well, let's uh. As we always begin every show, let's find out what everybody's drinking. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass out, wake up, and then we'll drink it once again. All right, Michael, you're first up. So tonight, I have a bottle of the Viridana, Vira D.I., yeah. That Spanish wine. 
right. Spanish wine. Wow. Mm. On one that hour like, of sleep. And it sounds like it probably has a kick. Well, I don't know yet. I just I waited to the show this time because I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel, you and I have to practice. Ready? Uh, one. Wake up, Michael. Wake huh? up. What? Wake, wake up, up Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Wakey, wakey. I'm not dozing yet. <laughs> All right. And I'm having the standard, usual uh, Jiminy Coke. Or Jiminy Zero. Sorry. Jiminy Zero. Excellent. Now, Old Faithful. Yes. I uh, was planning on having a Pearl Harbor. However, I, once I realized after pouring the vodka and the Midori melon liqueur into my glass that we were out of pineapple juice, I just cut it with a little water and said, to hell with it. I'm drinking it anyway. So that's me. Okay. <laughs> so it's a it's a pearl flyby. It's a pearl flyby. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> I'll I'll be sozzled by the time I hit the bottom of that glass. It's All a strafing right. run. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and let's uh, find out what's going on in the days of our lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. <laughs> All right, Michael, you're up first. So, yeah, um... Just after our last show, uh, I went to the uh, the Brickside Brewery. Mm-hmm. Most of it wasn't just after. It was Thursday night. And I'm in there, and uh, uh, a couple guys come in, and uh, one guy that uh, we have a nickname for him. He's called the the Berry Man. The Berry As in, Man. He, he's known for picking wild berries during the summer. Oh. Okay. And one of the other guys that walked in with him said, hey, we're going to preview a documentary we do about him picking up, th- you know, picking thimbleberries and, and, uh, how he does it. And just kind of a fun documentary and like, okay, cool. So there's, we all kind of gather around a, a MacBook and guy throws a thumb drive on the side of it and starts playing this documentary. And they interview this guy, his name is Don and gets in his car and said, okay, we're going off to my secret berry picking spot. After he goes through this long introduction, he's driving down the road and he's driving back and forth and back and forth. And the producer is, Narrating in the background, going. So we've obfuscated where he picks because this is a secret berry picking location. So we don't want anybody to recognize where he's going. And he finally, you know, after he's going back and forth, up and down the road and round and round, he he stops, parks, and he gets out. And I look, I look at Don, <laughs> I look again, and I said, "That's my driveway." <laughs> <laughs> You're. Secret berry picking spot is behind Studio V. <laughs> no, that's good. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he said, so much for my secret spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he literally, he, yeah, you know, I've, I've got that big half circle drive in front of my, my garage. And yeah. I just caught a, a glimpse of the corner of my garage as he pulls into the driveway. And I'm like, that's my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should put up a a, a, a no trespassing sign <laughs> or ten bucks a bushel. <laughs> there you go. 
I'll take the ten bucks a bushel. <laughs> oh, it's a pale. That that stuff is expensive. I forget what it is. It's like fifteen, twenty dollars a pound. Really? It goes for? Yeah. Thimbleberries, yeah. They're oh, thimbleberries. Okay. I, I was going to say, I was going to ask you, what kind of berries? You know? They're called thimbleberries. They're they're very specific to this part of the country. Hmm. I also have bilberries and raspberries mm-hmm. and plums and apples on my property. Wow. Oh, wow. No chuckberries? <laughs> no chuckberries. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be one of those shows, guys. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> All right, Joel. Yeah, uh, well, let's see here. Um, not a lot has happened when you're on the injured reserve list, let's call it, in the sense that doctor's visits, doctor's visits, and more doctor's visits. The saga continues. Which is, uh, talked about the procedure I had last show, hoping that they were going to go straight to surgery after it. And instead, the surgeon said, nope, I think you're screwed up in a couple spots. You got to go through it again, but on the other side of your back. Uh, spine. So I said, fantastic. So I'm waiting for that. Another another nine stabs uh, with needles in the in the spine. It's, it's what you look forward to. And then uh, we'll see where we go from there. Well, I know where we go from there. And then yeah. it's time to get cut on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So so they're not going for the spinal tap eleven? <laughs> give me give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> uh no, no, no spinal tap to the turned up to eleven. <clears throat> okay. We're going the slow way this time. But yeah, you know, that's that's pretty much everything I got going on as far as well, pretty much anything. <laughs> you can't do a hell of a lot when you can't move around well. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you and the grunk. Yeah, exactly. I can relate, but I don't think he had to wait five months before he got no, issues. He barely waited five days. Uh, yeah, I get, well, I guess it has something to do with being a multimillionaire football star. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, okay. Well, Michael, you're up next. Yeah, I figured I'd follow his doctor visit with my doctor visit, although my doctor's a dentist that I went to go see. You don't want him working on your back. No, no, I don't. (laughs) But um, uh, with the current employment situation, I have dental insurance, and I have yet to take, I had, or I had yet to take advantage of that since uh, I've had the new job, which is going to be two years next month. And, uh, but I've made sure that uh, Chris and the kids have got there on a regular basis. So I kind of looked at the calendar and thought, you know, probably should go get checked out. It's been four years <laughs> since I've been there last. And uh, so I called them up, and they're like, yep, we can get you in next Tuesday. It's so early, huh? Yep, yep, no problem. Damn. And we actually like to make you the last appointment of the day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, geez. oh, okay. So um, they made an appointment for me for 3.30, which is that works out well for me because, you know, mm-hmm. I get my stuff done, get up, get early, and get out because it's it's still an hour drive down there for me mm-hmm. and uh i show up a little bit early and the dental hygienist is standing at the doorway waiting for me <laughs> and she's like there you are right i was like am i late she goes nope nope you're early but let's get started I'm like okay and she goes let's see here so it's been four years the last time you were in here it had been eight years since you'd seen a dentist right and i said yep she goes okay and four dentist years. walks in and 
And uh, he takes a look at me, opens my mouth, you know, and does all the prodding and, and looking and just shakes his head and he says, okay, so I've seen you twice. It's been four years. And he looks at her and he said, no gum disease, no tartar, no cavities, no problems. Nice. See you in another wow. four years, Mike. And Dennis walks. <laughs> See you in another four years. <laughs> and uh, the hygienist goes, yeah, you know, it's my job to tell people to get in here every six months and, you know, kind of harp on them. And mm-hmm. in your case, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, don't change it. <laughs> she goes, there's a reason why I make you the last appointment of the day because I'm out of here when you're done. And it, you're like, she goes, I'll be out of here in 15 minutes. So <laughs> just, just took a look at my teeth, gave them a polish and off she went. She wow. said, uh, see you when you're 60, Mike. <laughs> yeah. uh, is your dentist name Hermie? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that really just goes to show you that brushing your teeth with a Dremel tool keeps them clean. Yeah, 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 sure does. Uh, you know, that wasn't that way earlier in my life. I don't mm. know what I changed other than maybe it's just, you know, changing to that almost just-in-time financing and... I am eating better, and I'm certainly, you know, I'm much more active since I've been in the harbor, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that also translates into just good oral health, too. Uh, you know, I, I want to jump on your bandwagon real quick, because Barry and I, Barry can, uh, can attest to this as well. When we came up to visit, and I had my first glass of water from the tap in yes. beautiful Copper Harbor, I am convinced mm-hmm. It has magical medicinal properties because the water, it's It's, never. It is the best water I've ever tasted. Uh And there's nothing in it other than Lake Superior water. It's incredible. It's so that, there you have it. That's, that's the magic elixir that keeps your teeth perfect. I think that's, that's true because I have never tasted better water. I'm surprised. Well, I'm sure somebody has tapped into that. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and and is, uh, is bottling. Uh, Lake Superior water somewhere. If they're not, they should be. Yeah. But it's got to be Copper Harbor water. Actually, oh. it would be Clyde's water. Well, unless it's somebody like me that I, I've got a couple of wells in my property, mm. but uh, the municipal water comes out of the same aquifer that mine does, and it's off of Clyde's property. So oh. it's Clyde's water. Ah. <laughs> Very fitting. Very <laughs> fitting, actually. <laughs> Clyde's water. Everybody's <laughs> drinking Clyde's, Clyde's water. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, I would be our, our local version of Scarborough, dude. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right down to the medicinal uh, ah. cigarettes that he smokes. So. <laughs> ah, Clyde's water. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the city well is on his farm. Oh. Wow. Hmm. It tastes good and makes it you good. feel good, too. <laughs> Makes like yeah, it's like them special brownies, <laughs> or at least the fudge. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah right. like the special fudge, the secret ingredient. Mm, Clyde's water. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, uh, I have to say, and I just added this because it was one of those things I remembered. Because uh, the last show we talked about uh, my desk still being in the garage, and I didn't know how the hell I was going to get it up uh, the stairs, and. Uh, and Joel said, well, I've got a strapping young 17-year-old at home that's, uh, you know, nothing but muscle and 
<laughs> and uh, so the next day, uh, Joel brought his son Matoska down, and uh, and you remember Matoska; he's been on the show several times. Uh, and uh, without any problems whatsoever, we got the desk up and into my office, and one major relief was <laughs> stress. <laughs> what, I was a stress space relief. back. Yes. I, I, I'm actually parking the car in the garage again. So it's, it was a thanks to him. And he actually also helped me, um, uh, bring a love seat down from upstairs because my wife was in, she was, uh, you know, rearranging the furniture in the house. And most people rearrange furniture in the same room. No, we bring <laughs> stuff from the downstairs, from the upstairs down and from the downstairs up. Just wait till yeah. you get here. The you know, I think I want the refrigerator in the upstairs bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so, but uh, yes, uh, my 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 many thanks go out to Matoska for helping me get that. Uh, it's still sitting where we put it. I, I did get the other table done. I'm, I'm I'm taking one of the QRM studio tables out. My wife's gonna take it over for a project table mm -hmm. and uh so the current table i'm sitting at will be pushed out my desk will go in front of the book shelves and then i'll have a desk and then the other side of the desk will be the table which will be the podcasting side and i'll set that up for probably two microphones mine and and a guest when when joel occasionally comes down he's been trying to come down and it's like i don't have any microphones set up joel <laughs> <laughs> I got one microphone. <laughs> so once I get this set up, then then I'll be able to get you down here every once in a while for nice. For, it's always uh, nice when we when we pot when we podcast in the studio. Together. Yeah, yeah. There's an energy about. Yeah. So, um, so slowly but surely, um, although as I look out amongst the boxes and the picture. My mother painted when we were very young. She she painted a picture of, um, I, I'll say the four of us. It's my two sisters, my brother who passed away when I was seven years old, and me. And, um, the, well, neither of my sisters wanted the picture. It's a large picture. Um, it's not that great of a picture. <laughs> But my mother painted it, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so it's like nobody wants it. Nobody wants to hang it up. <laughs> but I said they didn't want to throw it out, so they they give it to me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks. So <laughs> this is your problem. <laughs> and I'm the same way. I said I don't want it. I don't want to hang it up. But my mother painted it. <laughs> 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 so it's sitting with a cloth over it i'm right across from me and i don't know what i'm gonna do with it i was thinking about i told i was talking to my sister yesterday my oldest sister and i said hmm my other sister barb i said uh, you know i think i just found the perfect christmas present for her nice <laughs> nice that would work out superb <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, that's there. But that's not what I was going to talk about since I'm next again. I, I'm I'm, I'm uh, preoccupying everything. The only thing I had thought of before those two things uh, was that, um, you know, it's Christmas time. We started putting the Christmas decorations up, and there's, there's one Christmas decoration from hell. 
that I can't stand putting up every year, but it must go up because my wife likes it up, and it's this. Can gar- I take a guess? Go ahead. That gargantuan size wreath that goes up on the garage at the peak. No, no, we stopped doing that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no. This is uh, this is actually even worse than that. This is the garland. Now, it sounds simple, but it's this garland that goes up over the front door. And it okay. comes down the sides, and it's got lights. Mm-hmm. And it's just, A, whenever we do it, it's always windy, extremely <laughs> cold, mm-hmm. usually starts snowing in the middle of it. And she always says, oh, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. And, you know, she, she like, 3 o'clock comes around, and she goes, okay. I said, it's getting dark. And she goes, no, it's not. Sun doesn't set until 4.30. I said, have you looked where we live? Look across the street. What do you see? You look into a hill. Okay? The sun goes down. Yes, official sunset is, like, 4.30, Mm-hmm. But it goes down behind this hill at 3.15, in which we lose all light. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't figured out the the topographic uh, effects of the sun going down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that makes it even colder. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this year we got smarter. Last year I, dis- I discovered these plastic... Uh, Things that uh, you feed them through and they got bumps on them and then you lock them in place. I don't know what you would call them. They're like fasteners, but they're mm-hmm. plastic things. So they helped last year. Cool. And then this year I was looking at it and I said, how can we do this in the most efficient manner that uh, it won't take me forever and uh, end up cussing Christmas for all days to come afterwards. <laughs> and uh, and I discovered, I said, hmm, I hooks. Stable gun. No. Oh, uh, last year we did staple guns. Uh, and it's just like, get them up there. Click, 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 click. What are you doing? I'm putting 15 staples in each one. (laughs) (laughs) No, eye hooks. I put eye hooks in. And then, and then we can loop this thing through the eye hook, bring it around. And it actually worked quite well. Nice. So my hands, I only lost three fingers this year from frostbite. I'll grow back as we, as we put them up. So that was my uh, Christmas. The Christmas decoration from hell is officially put up, and and uh, everyone is happy. So that's that's been my week. Other than, like I said, uh, lather, rinse, repeat at work, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's going to go on for quite some time with all this. Thank you, Mr. Snowden. That's all I can say. He's made <laughs> he's made my life a living hell. <laughs> job, job security. Yeah, job security. All right. All right, Michael. So, uh, where were we? Where, yeah, Neil and Arts. Where were we at the uh, last time I gave a Studio V update? I think H- you had, had we talked about the wood was uh, delivered. Uh, yeah, you the, had walls up. And yep, you talked yep. about the sagging floor. Okay, yeah, that's what I was wondering if I talked about the beam that was sagging. Yeah. So, yeah, after uh, after that show, we uh, uh, I had already gotten the floor jack, and we were slowly jacking things up and letting things settle and jack it up and settle. And uh, <clears throat> after that, uh, uh, Dan 
kind of a he's he's kind of a category of a brother from another mother type person. People look mm-hmm. at us and think we're brothers, but uh, <laughs> Dan came in and he he uh, framed in the other wall, framed in the walk-in closet, got everything all, all the studs are up, everything's all framed in, ready to go, and that was just before the uh, famous incident we're going to talk about in uh, the Bland tour. But uh, um, so then he's like, "Tag, you're it," because now it's time to wire everything. So uh, we went down to Illinois for uh, Thanksgiving, and while I was down there, I hit a couple of the big uh, big box warehouse stores yep. and uh, came back with a whole bunch of electrical supplies. So that's what I'm going to be doing this week is uh, wiring in all the outlets, all the lighting, uh, all the extra circuits, making sure I've got circuits in there for generator power right off the bat. You know? mm-hmm. So nice. I should have that done this coming week, this week of evenings. There's a fair amount to do there. And then it's yeah. time to start insulating and, and putting the drywall up. So it's moving along. All right. I can't wait for the first broadcast from it. Yes, the inaugural broadcast from Studio V. That'll be Annex. Cool. Or we'll have to come up with a name for the new Studio V, too. Uh, v.20. Moving on up. <laughs> Moving on up. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, uh, oh, I had one more thing here. Yesterday, they finally came. Our, our, our yard service came, and they removed the leaves, finally. It was, it was uh, getting sketchy because we already had some snow. Luckily, the snow melted because I was worried about the leaves being on there until springtime. Right. And uh, But they came yesterday... With about five people, and stayed four hours or so, mm-hmm. uh, and it looks beautiful. I walked outside, looked into the front yard, looked into the woods. You know, the what I call the woods in the front yard. Mm-hmm. It's a clump of trees that are in there and everything, and there is not a leaf to be seen. And I looked, and I said. This is going to cost me a fortune. (laughs) (laughs) They did an excellent job, but I had four hours here and with all that leaf blowing in the giant truck to suck up all the leaves and take them away. uh, $800 leaf removal. uh, Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I think it is an $800 job this time around. They they did an excellent job, but uh, yeah, so I got that going for me. <laughs> All right, so yeah. next up, Barty. 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 Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Uh, All right, Barty, we're going to keep saying it. <laughs> we're going to keep saying it until you come back, Barty. Party yeah. party's taking a break from podcasting, um, but the break's getting pretty long now, so we're going to start harassing him. Party, party, absolutely, party, party, party. Come on, party. <laughs> at least tell you, tell us what you're drinking tonight. At least yeah. put it in the show notes. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Michael. Okay, so this is the Saturday following the Thursday that was the. Great Royal Canadian, Great Canadian. Damn. I call it Canada. 
<laughs> the, the great Canadian National Day of Podcasting. And I think both uh, Jason and I both came up with uh, CanDop. And uh, we're going to push for that because you got it's, it's, it, it gets hard to keep tripping over those letters as you're trying to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year there was uh, a greater than normal participation even um, as the whole community came together in the last couple of weeks over uh, uh, Bob's passing. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of uh, people we haven't heard from in a while. Um Lots of good shows out there. So it's uh, the Canadian National Day of Podcasting. Uh, if you looked it up, and I think you have to look it up, the great Canadian National Day of Podcasting 2016. Uh, our friend uh, Jason from Up in His Brain actually put a, a page up. So you can look it up on the webpage. He's got an RSS feed there if you want to subscribe to it. And just grab all the shows in one big swoop in your your podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Catcher. Yeah. Catcher. Catcher. That's the <laughs> tough word I was looking for. <clears throat> yep. Can I mention I'm on one hour of sleep? Um, yeah. I'm queuing them up. I'll probably listen to them this time next year at the rate okay. my queue is growing right now. <laughs> so I got out uh, a Virtual Youper number 49. Yeah. 49 shows in 10 wow. years. It's not even County. Christmas. No, I know, but I'm working on the Christmas episodes too. Oh. And, uh, and the uh, podcast that shall not be named. Yeah. So, too. Two, two, two. They they were starting to get, become a rare breed too. Yeah, yeah. It's been a tough year. And he says as yeah. he's got two in the hole or two in the can waiting to get out that are, <laughs> you know. Hey, look! Isn't everybody hot? You know, it's July. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, not quite that old, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was good to hear you. I I did listen to the uh, the your your two. Um, Podcasts that shall not be named because, uh, you know, they they were short, and I've got the you're queued up on the virtual Uper one is yeah. queued up next. So. Yeah, it's a full hour, so yeah. you may want to budget your time for that one. But yeah. yes, I, I did a, I did a on the road to Candop and Candop, so you got a double feature there. All right, yeah. all right. So that's days of our lives. Shall we get into broken news? And now, live, well, kind of, from the QRM studios in beautiful downtown Jaffrey. Well, not downtown, kind of west of downtown Jaffrey. This is Broken News. And I only have one story in here because, well, you know, lather, rinse, repeat with work and... You know, get home, eat dinner, put TV on, fall asleep. Uh, that's <laughs> that's Got it dialed in. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the the one thing that was uh, big in the news was uh, Jill Stein and her recount bid between for Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. And uh, I guess they started a recount in Wisconsin. Yeah, so Michigan far. said, "Yeah, no." Yeah, and I guess uh, I heard today that she's giving up on Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, so so the Wisconsin vote so far, the recount has netted one vote, one extra vote for Hillary, and uh, they're continuing the count there. So I guess the next push right now by Mr. Soros, I mean um, um, the people that are <laughs> not happy with uh, um, 
the Donald Trump win is to try to convince enough of the electoral uh, what are they the, the elect- college uh, yeah the electoral college the electors I guess they would be called mm. to um, um, vote for for Hillary instead of uh, of the Donald but um, the way she's I- going to be in prison so what <laughs> no she's not going to be in prison <laughs> She's, they're not going after her. They're gonna, you know, it's 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 a done deal. You know, that's that's politic and that's during the campaign. And uh, you know, what's said in the campaign is always different than what actually happens. And that's that's, I'll say both sides. I wish it was many sides of uh, parties, but unfortunately, it's still just two parties in this country. And uh, so. We'll see. We'll see what happens on the nineteenth, but I kind of doubt that's going to happen because at least I know I'm. I'm pretty sure this happens in every state, but I could be wrong. But I think the electoral college has uh, the electors. They have representatives ready to go, or electors ready to go for each party that uh, is running a candidate, and the one that wins, those electoral people go and vote. So it's basically, you know, all the ones that went for Trump are Republicans and all the ones that went for Hillary are Democrats. And I doubt you're going to sway too many Republicans mind to uh, to uh, uh, vote against uh, Mr. Mr. Trump, since uh, the Republicans will hold both uh, or all three of the segments, uh, the uh, well, the House and Senate and uh, and. The executive, so two, two of the uh, three groups, and they get to pick a person in the in the Supreme Court. So at least one person. So uh, right now, so so we'll see what happens. But uh, I think the recount is uh, fizzling right now. I also heard it was very tough to do <clears throat> a recount in Pennsylvania because not not so much hard to do, but the rule was. That each precinct, you have to request a recount in each precinct in the state. At least three people have to ask for a recount in in the precinct to have it happen. Now, I don't think that's an issue of getting three people in each precinct to do that for you because, you know, I don't know so much Jill Stein, but uh, Hillary's people could definitely find three people. But there are over a thousand precincts in Pennsylvania, so mm-hmm. so that would take uh, major uh, coordination. Plus, the deadline to ask for a recount in Pennsylvania was November twenty-first. So they were going to put a, they had a lawsuit in to um, be able to do a recount in Pennsylvania, and it's like, are you really going to win this lawsuit because? It's in the law. It's stated. November 21st is the deadline to ask for a recount. You didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But uh, that, that's that's what's going on. But like I said, the breaking news I heard uh, just before coming up here, actually. I read that the um, uh, Jill Stein was uh, pulling away from, uh, I guess, the lawsuit in Pennsylvania and the recount. So you wonder why she decided to do this other than... You know, she raised at least $6 million. So I guess my question is, if you don't use the $6 million to pay for recounts, 
Hmm? What happens to the money? She gets to go Christmas shopping. Well, I was wondering, does she get to keep it? I mean, these were people volunteering money uh, into there. Um, and, and I thought it was kind of interesting that I hadn't heard anything in the news about her attempting to do this. And all of a sudden, it popped up that she already had $6 million after three days of, of uh, internet uh, I guess, uh, at, you know, asking on the internet. And uh, I said, wow, $6 million in three days. Hmm. Could somebody be helping that along, Mr. Soros? Uh, <laughs> not saying anything. Could be wrong. Could be right. I don't know. Seems like that guy's, uh, eh, he's got his fingers in everything. Mm. And, uh, uh, I, you know, so anyway. So that's that's the uh, that's the only broken news. Unless you guys have anything else that was in the news here um, today locally, there's a big ten alarm fire going on in Cambridge, Mass, which is uh, horrendous right now, and uh, that, they're still fighting that right now. And then there was a huge fire last night, I guess, in this huge warehouse structure in um, Oakland, California. And uh, it's a place where people, art. there was a bunch of artists that had studios and stuff in there, and they said some people actually lived in the building, although they weren't supposed to. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the building was very, uh, let's say, not up to code for any of this stuff. And I guess there was some kind of party going on in there, or concert. And um, at last night I heard it was a terrible fire and I had only heard four people died. Now this morning or this afternoon I was listening and they said 40 people had died. And I said, whoa, wow. that's, that's, that's really big now. That's, that's incredible. 40 people, 40 people were missing. So it's presumed dead. Um, apparently there was only one exit from the upper, uh, floors and, uh, that was blocked. Mm. So, um, I'm sure this is going to go on a little bit more in the news and man, it's just a tragedy. Um, you know, I guess there's a reason why we have building codes and things like that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, cause mm -hmm. this is just, is just, I mean, think about it. You just can't get out. Uh, terrible. Just yep. terrible. So, uh, okay. Uh, anybody else got any other news that they heard in the past couple of weeks and no. I may have heard of, but I'm probably haven't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anything? Anything from our our crack uh, our crack news team? Crack QRM news team? <laughs> no, but no. Been Thanksgiving, you know, yeah, we've been know. all we've been all visiting and eating turkey. And That's yeah. true. That's true. I did watch. I did watch the Macy's uh, day. Thanksgiving Day Parade and, and bitched about it like I always do. Um, it was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, ah, what the hell's all this singing and everything? I noticed, at least from my perspective, um, I noticed there weren't as many marching bands and, and things in the parade this year. It seemed scaled back a little bit. So, um, but it's still going on, and it's still there for me to bitch about every year because it's not the same as when I was a kid 50 years ago. 
<laughs> and uh, oh, and Charlie Brown was on. Or Charlie Brown was on, and Rudolph was on. So mm-hmm. there's some breaking news or broken news. I, I, I saw your your bad alert. For, oh yes, uh, Rudolph. <laughs> I always give the Facebook uh, alert for for Rudolph fifty two years, and <laughs> uh, and then my next alert will come out for this Monday. Uh, of course, Charlie Brown was on. You might think it was it it would be the Grinch or one of those shows, but no. My next Christmas alert is um, the uh, Victoria's Secret model uh, preview show, Christmas show. That will be Monday night at 10 o'clock, CBS. They have a Christmas show? Oh, yes, they do. Okay. (laughs) And, of course, I think I've said that before. I am on their mailing list. I get two emails a day from Victoria's Secret. I am not getting off that mailing list. That is that is one of my favorite mailing lists. And I have been on the Victoria before the mailing list started. I somehow, I don't know how, but back in the early 80s, um, got on their catalog list. And mm-hmm. I never removed myself from the catalog list either. So, it's, uh, yes. Wonderful, Excellent. wonderful uh, pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <sighs> I do I do know the uh I'm getting to know the the models by by name. And uh although they've had a big turnover this year, so some of some of the models are gone and new models have come in and taken their place. I haven't gotten to know them, so I'm looking forward to Monday night because that's usually when I find out their names and <laughs> And, uh, you know, where to write them. And... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So that's broken news. Let's get into a geek's corner. And here, welcome to Geeks Corner. Michael, you're up first. Okay, well, after, uh, actually, uh, just a comment in that last comment there, I think in our, our friends north of the border, they would say, uh, well, that's a handsome woman. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, <Yes. laughs> um, yeah, so we've had the iPhone 7 in the house now. It's in the house uh, for three of us for several weeks now and uh, i've got the seven uh both uh my wife and my youngest son have got the seven plus and uh i'm liking a lot about it um the the touch sense is incredibly fast and incredibly accurate even when it's not completely clean i mean if you've been out working or you're eating something and something gets stuck to your thumb and you put your thumb on the sensor it's still detecting it Hmm. um that's it much much faster than the old the old sensor um starting to uh get a handle on the 3d touch uh the Mm -hmm. the press uh, function on it right so mostly mostly i'm really liking this phone the one thing i really do not like i i don't have a problem with the lightning connector and the headphones although it does cause me to require to carry two different sets of headphones with me all the time now 
But not being able to charge while I'm listening is a problem on long drives. Big mm. problem. Um, and Apple doesn't have their own dongle for that. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Belkin. Uh, Belkin's got one, and uh, I was trying to think of the other one, sort of the G. Um, mm, that one I, I don't know. know. Um, anyhow, Belkin's got one for, I think, 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of knockoffs out there, but, you know... It's a $900 phone. I don't think I'm going to trust a, a cheap Chinese knockoff phone. No, it. not for charging so, anyway. <laughs> no. So uh, we needed, we've decided we certainly need one of those uh, charge audio adapters for each of the vehicles. Mm -hmm. So okay. that's really the only big deal. Uh, and we, I think I mentioned this before, uh, we left the house once, got halfway, you know, down to the harbor and realized that we forgot to bring the dongle with us. Mm. Yeah. And the thought of listening to terrestrial radio as it was to town and back was, no. <laughs> so we turned the family truckster around, came back, picked up the dongle, and then went back on the road again. Those those The Apple version of that is 10 bucks, So mm -hmm. we'll probably get one of those to just keep in each vehicle again. Right. But uh, yeah. otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the phone. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a full, full, full day. And then some of the next day out of my seven and... The plus, as I'm sure Barry can attest, just goes forever. Yeah. It's got a so, big-ass battery in it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, a B-A-B, big-ass battery. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm next. I just wanted yeah. to... Oh, sorry? Uh, what, what, Joel? No, I was going to say, uh, you know how, uh, like, last year you would uh, mention you were trying to watch Doctor Who's at the top of Rockaway Mountain... But it was so cold, the phone would go into your iPhone uh, 5S would go yes. into overheat mode and shut off. Yes, from the cold. I'm, right in the cold. Could I'm curious. The next time you're outside and uh, you know, say walking on the road to Saskatchewan in subarctic temperatures, see if your phone works. Because I'm curious to see if they fix that little foible with the iPhone. I will be finding out soon because uh, it's that time of year to swap out the old uh, wind turbine with a new one. Right. And I don't know if I'm going to have time to do that tomorrow, but it will be this week. I'm just curious to see if that does that, you know, uh, overheating, shutting down to preserve itself. Yes. In severe cold, or will it actually just stay on now because it's I'm, waterproof, too? I, I'm Yeah, I'm hoping after three model years that they've corrected that problem. <laughs> but we'll see. I'll thanks. let you know. Yeah, thanks. And, and speaking of that, I'm also curious to see how the uh, Samsung handles cold weather. Here also because of you know we've all had that problem with iPhones where it gets too cold outside and it just shuts down and but I have a feeling that has more to do with the actual battery because when it gets really really cold outside the battery you know you can see a battery go from ninety nine percent down to thirty percent in five minutes just because the battery gets cold. Yeah, the only battery that's more or less immune to that is an AGM battery, and they don't mm -hmm. use AGM batteries in phones. They're too bulky. Right. And and it's got to be the newer and the thinner. Yeah. I don't want thin. I don't care if it's thin. I want it to I work. Know. I right. know. And that's the same on both sides here. I mean, Samsung's constantly trying to make their phones thinner. I, I you know, keep it a decent thickness and add battery, please. We've said that over and over on these podcasts, and I... I hear other people saying the same thing. They don't care if it's paper thin. They don't want it paper thin. They want mm -hmm. battery life. So, I want to be able to hang on to it. Yes. Yeah, so, 
So, um, so I'm curious too with the Samsung how it does in cold weather. But I have a feeling that has more to do with the physics of battery and cold weather. And you're just seeing the software basically. You know, the battery hits a certain level and says, "Whoop, shutting you down." Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm serious that that one of the only batteries that can hold up to that is AGM, and. Uh, I know that because I maintain batteries that are out in sub-zero temperature all winter long, mm-hmm. and that's what we use because they're the only ones that maintain any useful charge under those conditions. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Uh, next on the list is me, and uh, I wanted to talk about an app that I found for uh, the for Android phones. Um, it's called OS Monitor. And uh, it's uh, so far the best monitor system I've I've seen for for the Android so far that I like. And it's basically for if you're a geeky person, if you're into software, if you're into computers, you know you like to have the stats on what your computer's doing and what processes are using, how much percentage of CPU and memory and all that stuff. And uh, you know I, I I for one on my MacBook Pro you can look up on the top. Uh, menu and you can see cpu usage my my network capability what the temperature uh inside the uh boxes and uh uh let's see what else uh you know disk usage and all that kind of information i'm just nerdy i like to keep an eye on that well os uh monitor does that for the android and uh it's got processes i'm sitting here look right now looking at the processes and how much percentage of the cpu is is total cpu being used and what each process is using it's got connections so you can go in there and see what apps are connecting to what so this is a good thing to monitor now and then if you think some rogue app or something is on your system and it's uh calling home too frequently that'll burn your battery and then Mm -hmm. they've got uh miscellaneous which is uh uh, you know, your system uptime battery capacity, um, the health of the battery, uh, voltage, temperature, uh, discharge status capacity, uh, plus your CPU, um, memory, how much is being used, swap, network. It's, it's just basically goes through everything kind of manually here. So it's an excellent app if you're on the Android uh, side. Uh, I recommend it, and it's free. So, oh, cool. But there, there, I think there are ads. Maybe, I don't know. I don't see any ads. Maybe there's not ads. But it's free, and I like it because I'm one of those wonks that likes to to, to watch all that stuff. So, right. Um, one, one, one criticism uh, with the Samsung, I will say. Um, I have used uh, the Samsung Pay now several times, and I think it's just me. I'm not getting used to it yet. Um, it certainly doesn't work as fast as Apple Pay does. Um, and uh, I'm still kind of getting used to it because I, you bring it up, you hit your thumb on the thing, and then it pops up a thing with, actually it shows your, your, your signature because when you're putting, adding your cards and things to Samsung Pay, you have to sign, sign it. So it does that. And then I think you can release your thumb on the Apple pay you keep your thumb there until the the thing goes through on this this pops up and as as soon as that pops up you just hold it over the register thing and then it it eventually um goes through but it it takes a little longer 
than what I was used to with Apple Pay. So that's, uh, I think uh, it works. It's nice because they've got that sensor thing for the slider. So even if it doesn't take uh, near NFC, um, mm-hmm. it can uh, it can do the slider thing, uh, which uh, works pretty much anywhere. But it does take some time, a little bit more time. Not that much, but it's more time than I was used to. So I just have to get myself used to it. So I, I, I give one for Apple on on the speed of which those payments go through. Right. So, okay. And that was just something I thought about. Because uh, Mike, Michael talked about the thumb, you know, the sensor. Right. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's it for me, Joel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, I want to ask a question because I do not remember. Did I mention that I switched back? Yes. Okay, never mind then on that. Um, <laughs> Last show. <laughs> and, yes. and which one are you using again, Joel? Is it the 5S or a 6? No, no, I have a 6SE. Ooh. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Now I remember now. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The mini-me. Uh, the mini-me of yes. phones. Yes. And I have to say, still loving it. Um, loving it. Loving it. Loving it. It's I, the one gripe, if I want to call it a gripe, or I want to say value. I mean, there's lots of values. I mean, I really liked I liked the the Galaxy S5 when I had it, but there was a lot of things. The things that I liked about it are also the things I didn't like about it. It's totally customizable, and you can move, you can customize your menus, move your shit, blah 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 blah. And that's great when you want to play with it. But there's times when you're like, ooh, I need to open up this now. And I have to look, 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 scan, look. Where the hell is it over here? Blah. That's the same. So it was, you could fit it all with too much. That's why, so the things I liked about it are also the things I didn't like about it. Whereas with the iPhone, boom, I know where it is. It's there, boom, and it just works. Now, what I miss about my 5S, no, S5, sorry, is the memory capacity. Because I had a 16, was it a 16 gig? 16 gig, and then I slammed a 128 gigabyte micro SD card in it. Mm-hmm. And it's, you could just put everything on there. I loved it. Now, jumping into the 6SE, which was my son's when we flip-flopped, it's only a 16 gig. Mm. And that's it. Yeah, they're not even making them so, the with 16 gig anymore, right? Exactly. So I mean, Right, and I've got 4,000... 4,680 pictures. Ouch. 171 videos. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, so I got them all. You know, I buy the extra space on the iCloud to keep it up there. But so every time you want to, and then, you know, with a lot of the apps and stuff on here. So I'm now looking at that Mophie Space Pack case. Mm. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. That has, uh, that. <laughs> Expands in the iPhone and gives you an additional 32 gigabytes of memory. I think that would be worth it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because it's just uh, 16 ain't enough. Uh, it's something you guys had said, Barry. I heard you say it so many times. I had a nickel every time I heard you say it. Buy the big memory. Buy the big memory. Always get uh, max it out if you can. <laughs> yeah. And I did last time, yeah. and I'm not regretting it at all. I get that. Exactly. It, it's uh, oh, 256 would be heavenly. It is. So, I mean, and not to, and I'm going to do a classic stereotype. I mean, I'm like a Japanese tourist. I take pictures of everything. I walk around taking pictures of shit that I'm. I know I've seen fifteen thousand times before. Why? Oh, I should take a picture. I, I literally, you know, it's so not having that space. 
to store those pictures is driving me nutty. Yeah. Uh, so the next iPhone that I look, and that's why I'm asking Michael about your seven because I'm I'm usually uh, a couple generations behind because <coughs> it's just so expensive. Yep. Is would probably be the seven because I love the fact that it's waterproof. Although the six SE, although Apple won't release it, is water resistant. Right. There's a right. slew of videos yeah. out there. People dropping it in a glass of water, picking it up, and it still works. Yeah, my 5S uh, was fully submerged two right. years ago. It still ran. So that being the case, that 7, which is a little bit bigger footprint, which I like the largest screen size. To, the only other gripe is I wish the screen was a little bit bigger on this one, mm. is memory size and if it shuts off in the cold. Because I really think that's a bummer. If you're outside, I want the phone to work no matter how cold it is outside, you know? Yep. But anyway, I digress. Huh? Even the basic, even the basic seven now uh, has optical stabilization. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very nice indeed, especially for uh, for the what I call the wish I was a photographer. Photographers who take pictures of everything. <laughs> uh, the uh, so let me jump onto my topic though, which was um, uh, based upon the fact that I'm on the DL. Uh, list uh, and uh, waiting to get fixed up, I find myself with a lot of time to sit in front of a television and um, usually medicated, so the colors are really neat. And um, (laughs) (laughs) that being said, I finally uh, decided after playing online the new Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, I play online actually every night. I thought, ooh, you know, I never looked at even looked at the campaign which is where you play in the game itself. You don't play against other people. And so I jumped on, started playing it, and I finished it. Woo! It took, I want to say, 11 hours. Hmm. So about took me about 11 hours to finish it from start to finish. So a whole day, basically, of playing Call of Duty. Um, my eyes were incredibly sore because you, so much going on, you, you forget to blink. So your eyes dry out. Um, that's a real problem with gamers. Trust me. Um, it's a great game. I, I cannot recommend it more. The, as the guy, guys have heard me say this, the last two Call of Duties, I've played them because I'm, I'm loyal to the brand, but uh, they sucked. I mean, the Black Ops 3 was okay. The one prior to that, which I can't remember, but you're like half mechanoid, you're, you're, you're cyborg, you got like robotic arms, metal arms, and torso. It, I hated it, hated it, hated it, I hated it. I hated it with a passion. And uh, they, But they've really redeemed themselves with Infinite Warfare. It brought the fun and the Call of Duty part back to the game, which made it really fun to play. Cool. So, I recommend it. Uh, if you're on the fence about it, um, and you like first-person shooters, it moves real friggin' fast. So, if you like that, I recommend it. Check All it right. out. Very good. All right, I'm next, and uh, this this could have gone down in, into entertainment last month, but I I figured it really belongs in Geek Corner because it's a new service out there for cord cutters. Um. And it's uh, called DirecTV Now. And it's AT&T's version of uh, over-the-internet television. Um, Even though it's called DirecTV Now, it's a separate business section from the actual DirecTV. And um, it's uh, got some pros and cons to it. Right now, you can get over 100 channels 
for $35, but that is a special early bird uh, deal. Eventually, if, if you get it, get in on the deal early, it'll be $35, and as long as you keep the service, it'll always be $35 for you. But eventually, for everybody else, that, that segment will bump up to $60 a month. And it's just as expensive as cable. Well... It's yeah, that's one of the things I have, and there's one. There's they've got four, four levels of plans, uh, and uh, this one's the third tier plan. And I off the top of my head, I can't remember the other two, but they they're uh, they're like in you know, uh, there might be a thirty five dollar plan, but you don't get that much with it. And then there's right. I don't know what even the second tier is. The top tier is seventy dollars, which still is a lot cheaper. Than, than cable is right now. The the plus for this, like all the other over the network, over the internet services, is you can cancel at any time. You're not you're not stuck in a two year plan or something that you can't get out of. And there's because uh-huh. there's no equipment involved here. Right. So you can cancel and then come back if you want, or say, Sling TV is suddenly comes up with something that's better you can cancel direct tv now go to sling tv and then all of a sudden oh wait playstation view has got something better okay well cancel sling tv tomorrow and come back you know go get playstation view you can do that so that's that's kind of cool although i see that all these guys are eventually going to start raising their prices like you know like everything else now the other satellite and cable did yes exactly because guess what? They're all owned by, you know, cable and satellite companies. I mean, mm-hmm. DirecTV now is AT and T, uh, Sling TV is Dish, and well, PlayStation View is Sony. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say they should stop the or drop the PlayStation because it has nothing to do with PlayStation since they offer it on different, uh, you know, uh, hardware. hardware. Yeah. So, um, but uh, DirecTV now still does not have any DVR uh, capabilities, although so it's strictly live. Mm-hmm. Although they claim in 2017 uh, they will be adding that feature. There wow. is some um, um, play-on-demand uh, shows, but uh, they're far and few between. Um, depending on what market you're in, CBS, NBC, CBS may vary. Um, and I guess NBC has decided now at the last minute that um, you can't watch it on television, but you can watch it on portable devices only. So that's something they have to work out. You can only stream. You can only have two streams. In other words, stream on two devices at a time. Uh-huh. That's a negative to me, especially if you got to... For me, it would be fine. For houses that have kids... Two teenagers? Two two teenagers? What about, uh, you know, two teenagers and mom and dad? Some, That's what I'm saying. A yeah. household with two teenagers, yeah. mom and dad, yeah. you could have four people try to yank on the same stream. And you can't. You only have to get two streams. So, mm. um, and what are the other negatives? Uh, other than, uh, I don't know, I was kind of looking forward to seeing what would happen on with this one, and... 
Um, so far, I'm not... Oh, the other thing was uh, that it's not available on Roku yet. It's Apple TV, uh, Amazon Fire Stick, Amazon Fire, um, Android, mm. iOS devices, your PC. Uh, Roku mm. is coming next year. Oh. Soon, probably in the beginning. But uh, that's a big one as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, Roku's like one of the number one desktop devices yep. out there. So, um, although I was looking forward to it, I'm kind of saying right now what I see is like, yeah, no. Yeah. Know, I think I'd rather go with PlayStation View or even Slingbox mm-hmm. here in the future because both of those have DVR capabilities. Uh, Slingbox is just coming out with DVR capabilities. And, um, but, and their prices are a little bit cheaper too. So. Other than that $35 deal, but again, you know, that goes away. Mm-hmm. And I see them breaking that deal somewhere down the future. Oh, I don't know. I absolutely. had to deal with DirecTV before. I know it wasn't part of AT&T back then, but uh, every, time I, worse. every time I hear DirecTV now, I kind of go, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> after my when experience I hear with them. <laughs> associated with AT&T, you go, <laughs> AT&T, unlimited data. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing too. Um, um, yes, uh, yeah, and uh, but AT and T also, uh, they've got deals that uh, if you're an AT and T member, uh, Directv Now does not count against your data plan. Only AT and T though. Uh-huh. So that uh, you know that uh, whole uh, uh, internet neutrality thing uh, goes right out the door with that kind of a deal. So, um, so, so that's my quick review of, uh, direct TV. Now, um, it just mm-hmm. launched on November 30th. Um, don't go to direct TV now to find out information about it. You have to go to another site to see what the, the show listings are and everything. Cause if you go to direct TV now, it tries to get you to sign up for the free seven day trial and there's mm-hmm. virtually no information on on the uh, page on how much does it cost? What are your uh, channel lineups? Um, what are your four tiers? What do they contain? Which channels and things like that? No, you have to go to like the verge or gizmodo to find all that information out. So that's what? another negative as, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you can't actually go to direct TV to find out what's on it. <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway, so that's my, uh, yeah, one of these days I'm going to cut the cord. I'm going to do it. As soon as I find the right uh, service that uh, provides me with those uh, cable channels that I, I require. And there's not many of those. Uh-huh. There's just not that many of those. And none of these services really offer you a uh, a la carte thing. They're, they have smaller packages and you can add things. It's a little bit better than the you know, all or nothing right. style um, that we're used to with cable and 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 the satellite dishes. But uh, uh, I don't see Not anything much. where it's a la carte, where I get to select the channels and only the channels I want. That's what right. I really want. So, okay. So, Michael. Yes, well, I 
been seeing a number of things about this the last three days. I have not had a chance to try it with my crazy schedule, but uh, Netflix has announced and updated their apps. This is only an app thing. It's not for the computer, but uh, they are now offering Download and Go, and it's a select menu, but it's when I went and looked, just about everything on my list was available for downloading to my phone for uh, viewing when uh, <clears throat> not uh, not available to a connection, which is great for travel, and I would really would imagine would be great for flying. Yes. So uh, looks cool, uh, and uh, unlike the AT and T offering, uh, it's uh, you go to the site and it shows you what's available for download and go if you ask for it. So I will give you a review after trying it out. I okay. just uh, want to let you know this looks cool, and it's there, and it looks like it works. And I hope it works a whole lot better than uh, Pandora's app on the offline mode. Oh. Uh, Pandora <laughs> has offered an offline mode yes. for the last uh, about six weeks now. Yeah. And uh, it's really broke. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, for somebody like me, I'm actually testing it because I'm constantly going in and out of cell phone range and in and, in and, out, in and out of Wi-Fi range and uh going in and out one or two times just totally screws it up yeah we kind of got that the other day when we were out going somewhere and we had pandora on and all of a sudden the middle of a song the song kind of cut out and says pandora has noticed that uh you're not within uh whatever you know receiving so we're switching to one of your local uh playlists or something like that and and right. then it, and then it starts playing something. And it's like, well, what playlist is that, and how is it on my phone? It picks uh, the four most listened to stations for mm-hmm. your account. Okay, and uh, it's storing it on your phone. I assumed at a reduced bandwidth, so okay. it's not at, at full fidelity. Um, I wish I could pick which stations it would switch to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess if they have to pick it at random, that picking the foremost listened to by you know by listening listening time is okay. what it's picking. Ah, and one and and one of them is the thumbs up station. Okay, <laughs> interesting. So and I've actually tr- had it just flat out turn. You you can turn the feature off in options. Okay, and I've actually had to do it because it. And, oh, I haven't tried it since they they actually really broke it this week, and uh, to the point where it didn't work at all. Hmm. And then they did an update that seems to fix that fix that problem. Uh, it's really frustrating a coworker of mine that I've mentioned in the past, and I don't know if he wants me to go into that on this episode, so mm-hmm. we'll talk about that offline. But let's just say he uh, has internal knowledge of the company, and he's like, "Oh, they're screwing up here." Um, mm. And that's like that's my that's my streaming audio streaming music uh, service of choice. So I'm starting mm-hmm. to get a little frustrated with it myself. Well, the only re- thing, reason why it bothered us the other day was because we we chose to listen to Christmas music, right? So we had a Christmas music channel on. Of course, that cut out, and all of a sudden they're just playing, you know, seventies and eighties music, and it's like, well, that's not what we wanted to listen to. We wanted to listen yeah. to Christmas music. <laughs> you know? So anyway, so well, that's interesting to. To know and and yeah I, I, again my wife wa- listens to Pandora far more than than I do we've got one what do they call it now it used to be Pandora one but now it's it still is isn't oh it? I thought they changed the name of it they might have I don't know yeah. I, I've got the subscription account yeah. too uh, we've got one subscription account because I don't really don't 
listen to it that often. She does, so she keeps it on her phone. So um, if I listen to Pandora, I usually get the I, I play it with the commercials because I don't like yeah, to steal. The, yeah, I, I don't like to steal the prescription away from her. I can, but <laughs> you know, I listen to a free version with the commercials, and I still yeah. love it. Yeah, it was just uh, after that uh, uh, last trip to. Uh, no, I yeah, it was the trip to uh, last year up to uh, the round table, and uh, we kept hearing the same local commercials over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Actually, that was the year before last. Was it? Was it the trip to? Uh, yeah, not it's not this past, past July. Year. It was in July before. Yeah, yeah, so yes. yeah. So. Anyway, all right, Joel, you're up. Uh, yes. Well, again, in my uh, totally action-packed, always something new day-to-day life, <clears throat> of sitting in front of the TV looking at the neat colors from the prescription medications, I noticed that on the Xbox One, the if you have a gold membership, it was free to download a uh, an entire video game called Murdered Soul Suspect. And uh, although the, all seven listeners that we have know that I play Call of Duty a lot, and I also play Tom Clancy's The Division, although I've been slacking on that, uh, my favorite genre of game is the horror genre, if you will, of games. Whether it's murder, aliens, blood, guts, gore, you know, that's the kind of stuff I like. So um, I thought, ah, oh, what the hell? I got the room on the hard drive. I'll download it for free. Awesome game. It's a puzzle game. You are a, uh, a detective in Salem, Massachusetts, which is what caught my eye, who hmm. gets murdered by the Bell Tower murderer, pushed out a window. Then he comes down and he shoots you seven times with your own gun <laughs> in the streets of Salem. Hmm. You then, you see yourself wake up and out of this cutscene. you wake up, you say, what the heck's going on? And you look down and there's your body and then you bump into this little ghostly girl if you will who's also a ghost who starts to feel you know a little bit of what it's like to be a ghost stuck here because you still have something to figure out or something to do that being said you have to go around through a series of meet the right people go to the police station go to the museum go down to the docks and the wharf go to the psych hospital in the, in, the, in the real world and also in the sort of uh, paranormal world hmm. to gather clues, meet people, and make certain things happen to find out who this Bell Tower killer is, what's their motive, and then you know who killed you, and then you can well, go to the, you know, walk towards the white light. Ah. It's actually a ton of fun. Um I mean, like walk through walls and all kinds of neat stuff, but that's also the same things that are cool are things that you have to try and find as a puzzle game workarounds because you cannot grab a door handle on the front door of a building to open it and go in. Uh, One of the neat things in the story is because it takes place in Salem, Massachusetts, a lot of houses and buildings in downtown Salem are awarded against spirits. Hmm. So you walk up to this door, boom, and you can't get in it. So then you have to try and find a way to manipulate a human being to open the door so you can slip in once it's opened. And once you get in there, you can also find yourself fighting. Randomly, they crop up 
demons that want to grab your life force, let's call it, your, and whoosh, take you out of the game. Wow. When you have to start over. Hmm. So you have to find a way to avoid them or dispose of them. Hmm. Uh, and it's pretty neat because you can't move over or around them in your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not spirit, but you know, like your spirit form, your celestial uh, form. You can't get past them. So I like just as a uh, for instance, I found there was a black cat in the corner of the room. You can possess it. Huh. So I possessed the black cat in the physical world, and then could walk past the demon hole to get to the other side of the hallway that I needed to. Then unpossess the cat, and then move around. It's it's actually really fun. You you you, wow. find, you catch yourself thinking, how the hell am I going to get through here? I you know I hit this, I can't get through. I got, can't get over there. That, you really find yourself trying to figure stuff out. And uh, I like, if you like puzzle games, um, you'll enjoy it. And it's not like shoot them up first person and bang, bang, nothing like that at all. It's more figuring stuff out. How are you going to get from A to B? Hmm. So, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're into it, it's free for Xbox Gold members. Download it. Give it a whirl. See if you like it. I, I looked it up on uh, GameStop's website, and you know, there's a walkthrough. For the game itself, and uh, there's clues everywhere. You're all through the whole city of Salem, collecting clues, tripping across this. How am I going to get that clue? Yada yada yada. It's a lot of fun. Give it a whirl. I recommend it. Okay. Very good. So that's it for Geeks Corner. Now, normally, uh, the next segment would be Bottom Gear, but unfortunately, um. Well, a couple of weeks ago, um, um, the said host of Bottom Gear, and if you remember, he had some problems with a uh, McDonald's employee, um, and it was decided that uh, the well, the Bottom Gear management had decided that uh, he was no longer going to be employed to host Bottom Gear. Uh huh. So, um, so with that, uh, he was uh, he left. Um, mm-hmm, and, yes. and, and the other people, um, decided that, uh, they were no longer going to be members of bottom gear either. So, and their contracts were coming up anyway. So they That's decided it. to leave too. And, uh, luckily, um, and, and it was only two weeks. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but a, a new show was created, um, and, and it is now totally owned by, uh, QRM studios. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So we're lucky uh, in that respect. And, uh, so we have a new segment that replaces bottom gear and it's called the bland tour. Here is our host, 
Joel. Hello and welcome to the Bland Tour. It's not so grand. Bland. <laughs> it's the Bland Tour. It's not so it's grand. Bland. That's why I said the Bland Tour. I know. It's not so grand. That's, that's no. just the tagline. Yeah. The Bland Tour. <laughs> the Bland Tour. It works because, well, we all drive older vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> none of us, none of us have McLaren P1s in the driveway. So it's the, it's the OK tour. <laughs> the, the, the OK tour, the bland tour. It kind of rhymes with grand, so <laughs> it works. It works. And uh, so, uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are in the tent of the bland tour. Yeah, unfortunately, our tent's not quite as big. It, a lot uh, smaller. It's, it's only a four-person sleeper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's hell setting the gear up in here, but we're doing it. <laughs> we don't have video to worry about, so it's just audio equipment. <laughs> and I want to say that the Heil uh, boom microphone is also a tent pole. <laughs> it's holding up the center of our tent for the bland tour. Yeah, they're uh, all racing go-karts with McCullough engines on them. They just fit in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> And of course we can we can uh, we can fit our entire audience in here. Yes, One. yes we can. That's convenient. It's <laughs> cheap the heat. The audience is the heat. Exactly. <laughs> Just stand in the tent, it'll warm up. It's uh I I, I am so happy that show is on. Yeah. God, it's I've missed the I missed the voice. I really, really yeah. did. I love the fact that they can say whatever the hell they want because it's the internet now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I watched it the is. third episode last night. Oh my god, it's great. It, it's well, they took a lot of the uh, cameramen mm-hmm. from their old show, left and went to work for them over at Amazon. Mm-hmm. They so they used the same the, uh, camera angles and format of what was Top Gear. And yeah. uh, as far as how they cut into shows, some of their bumpers, although they have to change the song, the bumper still works. You know, they, they mm-hmm. fade in. It's 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 all the chemistry and better. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, uh, now that we're in the bland uh, the bland tour, formerly Bottom Gear, Michael, you have a story for us. Why don't you take us into it? Okay. Well, um, I think in the last show I was talking about the progress on the tractor project. And uh, was moving right along, moving right along, and uh, and I still need to come up with a new name for this tractor, but uh, Roland Bolin. There you go, Roland, Roland, Roland. Anyhow, um, <laughs> so we were leaving for Thanksgiving uh, last Wednesday. Uh, a week ago Wednesday, and uh, I was kind of wrapping some things up. I mean, I knew I needed needed to move uh, some hydraulic lines around so they were routed better and clean up some of the wiring, and and I hadn't put the front drive shaft in yet. And I thought, you know, we're leaving for Thanksgiving. We already got a storm. There was a storm last Wednesday. We probably got six, eight inches, but it warmed up again, so that's why we don't have that much on the ground yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it's dumping snow. I'm in here. I've got the Uriah Heap Channel blasting on Pandora, you know, all the things you should be doing before work starts. <laughs> and uh, had some trouble getting the drive shaft in. There's three U-joints, and it was cold. And, and well, actually, the drive shaft went in fine. Um, but there's an outside uh, rigid cover for the drive shaft since it's under the tractor and kind of exposed, and, mm-hmm. and it's actually sealed. 
Right. Um, and I was having trouble. There's a huge O-ring that has got to go over to seal it when you put everything together. I was having trouble getting that to line up. And I had trouble getting it out in the first place. That was one of the first things I had to disassemble when I was tearing things apart. And I had trouble getting the roller pins out. And I was thinking about it. It's like, you know, I don't know why they used such heavy-duty roller pins because it's a spline shaft. It's not like it's moving around a whole lot. Right. So I used heavy-duty cotter pins when I put it together this time. And mm-hmm. I'll just inspect the heck out of them, but it's not like they're under a lot of stress. Right. And they're going to be a whole lot easier to get out. <laughs> so I got the drive shaft in. Again, it's snowing like crazy. I had this lawnmower <clears throat> in here that I use all three times a year. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it's not like, you know, with the farm, we hit a mow twice a week. So right. <laughs> three times a year is like retirement for me. <laughs> but I put it out in the snow, started it up, and ran it till it was dry. And I thought, you know, instead of trying to push this thing through, you know, at that point, it was like four or five inches of snow. We're just going to mm-hmm. pull the tractor out of the garage. And now that I put the uh, the front drive shaft in, I'm going to do a you know a quick test on it. Uh, put the bucket down, rolled the, the uh, lawnmower into the bucket, and then lifted it up and just drove it back to the house. And that you know, saves a lot of effort. Yeah. Got back to the house, uh, rolled the lawnmower between there and the, the basement where I store it, and uh, came back to the tractor and turned it around and started heading back towards the garage. And I got about halfway, you can hear the dramatic pause here, got about halfway <laughs> between the house and the garage down the road to Saskatchewan, and I heard this loud bang, oh. and it was the sound of the 500 pounds of uh, snowblower behind the tractor hitting the ground with a lot of force. <sighs> and I'm like, I didn't hit the three-point hitch, and even if I did, it's got a, you know, it's got a regulator to lower it slowly. Right. At the same time, I noticed a huge amount of hydraulic fluid now flowing out of the transaxle just <laughs> underneath the seat. I went, oh, crap. Shit. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, something like that. So I um, immediately throw the, the three-point hitch control down to lower position, and the hydraulic fluid stops flowing out from under the seat. And I look, and I said, well, there's your problem. Something broke. <laughs> something and, broke. <laughs> uh, I was like, well, it's snowing. It's crappy out, but tractor's running i guess i'm just gonna drag the blower around the gravel just leveled out at least back to the garage it's now a york rake yeah it was actually more like a uh, a uh, um a box grater yeah a box grater <laughs> so i leveled out the driveway from about halfway back with a little bit of a hydraulic fluid uh, mark in the middle of one spot but you know at least it, it was unwashed gravel so it's kind of like you know kitty litter just sopped up all that uh hydraulic yes. This spring, I'll, I'll dig up that one spot. I'll take that gravel. Like, I have a, a set treatment for stuff like that. Yeah. I take it over to the fire pit, and I burn it. Yeah, there you go. When it's done, you're back to having gravel without hydraulic fluid in it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of my way of treating stuff like that. But uh, anyhow, so I got it back to the garage, dragging gravel into the garage with it. And, again, it's before work, and I'm like, ah, crap. And uh, I start looking at it, and I, you know, I could I, I look under the seat and I see two bolts that are loose, like backed out loose. Uh-huh. And I remember two years ago when I initially took this thing apart. Remember, it was a part in my garage. It's a pile. It was a pile of parts, I think, when you were here. It was. Yeah. It literally it was. A pile of parts. And when I would, had broke the tractor in half and I was trying to get to some of the hydraulic lines, I was thinking I was going to need to take the seat off. Uh huh. I had taken those bolts out, and then I realized, no, the seat doesn't need to come off. So I just had put them in. 
turned them in a bit, but I hadn't tightened them up yet. And I completely forgot that they were loose. And again, I, I, it's the seat. I didn't think anything of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. I heard a thing. So I'm like, what is shit? crap? Did I blow the casing? What did I just do? I mean, is it, did I just, as I said, screw the pooch? And yeah. I was like, God, crap, man. You know, after all this work. <laughs> did I just shoot myself in the foot? And I think, well, it still runs. PTL still works. You know, worst case scenario, I can uper rig it for the winter and, you know, <laughs> put a put a come along back there and go and lift it every time I got to move it. But it was like, I was not looking forward to that. Right. But uh, sure still beats hand shoveling the driveway. Um, yeah. So I pull it in and I could reach under there and I could actually feel a gasket on my fingers. Oh. But it's, you know, this is down underneath the tractor, underneath the seat, down in. But it's right. But it's but it's not something I have to break the tractor apart to get to. Yeah. But I'm also about to leave for Illinois for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'm like, did I just blow a gasket? Did I damage the casing? What did I do? And I'm like, at, at that point, I I had voxed both of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. On. And I was, you know, how bummed out I was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh well, crap, you know. And and if I hadn't been leaving for Thanksgiving that day, you know darn well I would have torn it apart right tore then. Torn apart. <laughs> Just to say, what did I do? Yeah. I need to order parts, except I can't order parts. Not with this thing. You know, everything has to be either Craigslisted or parts listed or whatever. Right. But I looked at the manual, and you know what? There's one drawing missing in that entire manual. That gasket. Um, the entire head assembly for the three-point hitch. Oh, wonderful. It, it, this is it in the parts list, but it doesn't show it. But I did look at the the casing and everything. You know, this is not an aluminum transaxle. It's cast steel. Right. It's all heavy duty stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, uh, even if even if something broke, because what happened is those two bolts I took out of the seat, really big bolts, like bolts you'd have on a V8 head, <laughs> um, <laughs> were two out of four bolts holding the hydraulic cylinder head in for the uh, three point hit. Oh, oh, they just also happened oh. to hold the seat. Yes. yes. And if I had, if all four of them had been loose, it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Mm. But two of them were torqued to like 90 foot pounds and two of them were loose. Uh, so now the head has got an uneven load on it. And, uh, yeah, she blew. Uh, so, um, I kind of, that really kind of put a damper on my first two days of so the travel down and Thanksgiving. Every time I thought about the tractors, like, oh, oh. Because, you know, you're so happy about getting a project like that together and realized I may have just screwed it up big time. But there was nothing I could do about it. Chris and the boys went back Sunday. Um, I had other business to take care of down there since I hadn't been uh, down by my mom's in a year. And uh, then on the way back, I needed to stop at the home office uh, by Lambeau Field there. So I didn't get back until late, late, like midnight, Wednesday night. I actually had to do some business here on Thursday, uh, and then including a trip to town, oh, and then geez. get back here and try to get some sleep because I was getting up at three thirty in the morning Friday for a twenty four hour medic shift. So yeah. there was no time to tear the tractor down. Yeah. Fast forward till this morning. So I've been on a twenty four hour medic shift. I've been up at that point for twenty four, twenty seven, thirty. I'd been up about thirty two hours straight mostly. Huh. And came in and said hi to Chris. Chris and Mark are heading off for a bowling tournament for Mark. And, and she goes, well, you don't have to come till later if you want to come. And uh, it'd be a good time to take a nap. And I think, yeah, it would be, you know what? 
No, I'm going out to the garage and tearing the tractor down because <laughs> I'm coming to town and I can tear the tractor down and see if I need parts and maybe I can, you know, find some stuff to to repair this thing. So that's what I did. I headed out to the garage and started undoing bolts. And uh, it took me a little less than I thought. I figured it was going to take me three hours to tear down to the head. It took me two. Right. And so yeah. cleaning things up and stuff as I, as I headed down there. And uh, as I started to pull the head off, it, it's a good 30 pounds just for this head. And I'm thinking, this, this is a good sign. This is a big, hefty piece of steel. Right. I don't think it broke. Thank God for that. I got it off. And sure enough, well, first of all, the drawing that was there made it look like it was there were gasket gaskets. You know, mm-hmm. a big gasket. And, uh, but I had no details on the inside. No big gasket, but a whole bunch of O-rings. Big O-rings, little O-rings. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were blown to crap. <laughs> when, when you took, well, there was no pressure in the bottom of that thing, and I had 500 pounds sitting in that three-point hitch, uh, and all that hydraulic pressure sitting in the cylinder, it blew them right out. And uh, uh, maybe they're dead, just little bits and pieces of them around. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, um, I don't have the manual, but I do have a dial caliper. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, measured measured the uh, size of the uh, inserts inside the head. But that in this, that's weird. Yeah, normally something like that, they kind of plan it so you can put it together. Right. The transaxle, the, the facing of the transaxles at an angle that if you put the O-rings on that, they won't fall out. But the head's got to come down from the top down. So I had to have the exact right size O-ring. Otherwise, there was no way it was going to stay put without putting some Permatex or something on it. Right. To put it back together again. So I measured it, and I started just, again, we're... In the middle of construction here. There's every box has been disturbed. It's not where it was, not that there was any real order before. But I started looking, and sure enough, half an hour into the search, I not only found O rings, but I found brand new O rings still in their sealed box, and they were the right size. <laughs> so uh, I, I replaced the O rings in question, the one, uh, the damaged ones and the undamaged ones. So I had all fresh ones, putting the head assembly back together again. Uh, bolted everything that absolutely had to be bolted together and made sure it was tight this time. <laughs> and uh, before I put the seat and everything back on, I started her up, and sure enough, she lifted right up. And, right. Uh, took a picture and showed you guys. Yes. Yeah. Polite clap. So, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on getting my mechanic certificate back here. So that's 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 kind of cool. Um, I still got a little bit of tweaking here and there. I, I found one hydraulic leak from uh, one of the new clamps I bought failed that hmm. american clamp replacing the japanese clamp didn't cut it so i i, I want to finding a bigger clamp and redid it and i see a couple of unions that need to be tightened up so uh that'll be tomorrow afternoon's project after i get a good night's sleep yes so um one other side note though um i was listening to scarborough dudes uh he he did an audio uh segment as they were leaving uh montreal a week ago sunday after the funeral and at first, they were all going to meet up for lunch. And as they were getting ready to meet up for lunch, Scarborough dude gets a, uh, a text from Mark saying that Mark's having car trouble, won't start. And if, if you've listened to Scarborough dude, he's like, why is he texting me? It's not like I'm the technical, mechanical <laughs> guy here. And, and so Scarborough dude's, yeah, he's in the vehicle with Anthony and Brent, and they're all talking back and forth, and they're all like, 
what are we supposed to do about it? And from the front of the vehicle, I can hear Anthony go, it's, it's not like the virtual youpers here or anything to help with this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was listening, listening, Anthony. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> but yes, the tractor's running. I uh, got a couple little <clears throat> tweaky things put together, but it's not like I'm going to blow snow until there's a, you know, a foot or two of snow out there anyhow. You know, I want everything to get pinked down pretty good. Right. So uh, i much happier today. I don't have a blown casing. I actually had the right parts, and I've got a little more tweaking here and there. But uh, oh, and I need to I get a, need to get a new fuel separator. Uh, just got a mm-hmm. basic fuel filter in there now, but the uh, need, need a new bowl assembly. But those are fun little projects. <laughs> yes, nothing is going to stop it from running. No, I mean I could go out and blow snow right now if I needed yeah, to. Fair. So. Yeah, we're ready. Which is probably going to hold off the snow, which I'm not complaining about either. Yeah. Exactly, scared it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right excellent excellent news and and uh definitely want to see a vid oh, the first time you're blowing some major snow with that after seeing that machine yeah yeah definitely uh barry looks like you get some news here what's going on yeah, well uh, it, it has to do with the rav4 which i've i really huh? noticed we don't have a name for the rav4 so i'm gonna have to come up with one uh i'll have to think on that for a while the what? The Roaring Rav Four. The Roaring Rav Four, yeah, something like that. We got to come up with something so I can have a theme for it too. Uh, <laughs> so I have to do some thinking. But anyway, um, last time we bought tires for the Rav Four, which was probably about four years ago, because well, mm-hmm. it doesn't get the mileage that my car gets. Right. And, uh, so um, we we uh, they had this deal that if you but if you if you paid for five tires, yeah, they'd give you four tires, and as long as you did all your front end alignments and you got your tires rotated on time and everything, then you would get free tires for the lifetime of the the car. At the Sick. time, we said, okay, this is good. But as I told her, I said. You make sure you get that car in, get it aligned, make sure you get the paperwork for it, <laughs> get it mm-hmm. done there, and, you know, all that, because I said, I I can see where this could really be troublesome. They could find yeah. some reason not to give us tires. Right. Well, okay, it's it's the tires are starting to wear now. So in the summertime, actually, when she went to get it inspected, um... They said, uh, she goes, well, how are the tires? Because it's probably getting time to get them. And I've got this deal. And they looked at them and they said, well, you have uh, three thirty seconds left on them. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't actually replace the tires until you're down to one thirty seconds. So they said, bring them back in, in the uh, fall and mm-hmm. it'll be time to change the tires. So he said, okay, fine. They're yep. not they're not rejecting us or anything. So um and and this is the story of the magical tires. Because mm-hmm. um last week Amory took it down yep. to the dealership and she says, Okay, um you need to check this. I think it's time to put new tires on. And they went and they measured the tires and they said, Well, you're at five thirty seconds. And you have to, we don't replace them until you get down to 130 seconds. And they grew. <laughs> they're magical tires. Yeah. yeah. They went from 330 seconds to 
five thirty seconds. Uh huh. And a four year, four month time frame. So okay. I said, I she calls me and tells me this, and I said, I got to get me some of them tires. <laughs> <laughs> that's an edge rubber. That's amazing. <laughs> so, um. And luckily, uh, the last time she got it measured, she had them write it down and everything. So she pulled out the paperwork and said, Look, last time you measured them, they were down to 3.30 seconds. Now you're telling me they're at 5.30 seconds? How's that possible? Yep. Yeah. And uh, so she Well, we have to go back and talk to the manager. Meanwhile, because she was also getting a, a recall thing done on her car. Um, she they had loaned her a car and she was shopping down in the Nashua area because, well, that's what she does when she gets a car work done down yeah. there. Well, she goes back and she goes, okay, what's the deal? And they said, well, we talked to the manager and he said, uh, well, you know, you can't go around with a, you know, tire tread that low through the winter because it's just it's just no good. So we're going to give you the tires. We're going to put the tires on for you. And it's like, oh, that's so nice of them, considering we have this deal with you. Yeah. <laughs> that you, no we have, kidding. you know, free tires for life of the car. And yeah. uh, so she got them. She got four brand new Michelin tires. Nice. And, tires. Uh, you know, it only cost, I think, you know, of course they cost, like like anything else, you know, they they charge you to mount them and, you know, balance them. And yep. things like that, but it was only they only charged her twenty five dollars, which I thought was was pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. For That's four, real good for four new tires. I, they may have given her a little bit of a break because she was she turned on the New Jersey, if you know what I mean, the, <laughs> the New York, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. She was she yeah. was doing her Trump impression. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean the tires grew? <laughs> so so uh, you know she was giving it to him. Look. We've bought three cars from you guys. We're probably, probably, we're probably, I'm not promising now, but we're probably going to buy more cars from you. Depends on how this works out, you know? Yeah. And uh, with that nice Jersey slash New York City accent. Uh, <laughs> Give me a reason to come back yeah. and buy another car. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. With or without the bat. So, um, so she, so everything turned out fine and we have four brand new tires on the RAV4 and, uh, and meanwhile, you know, of course, uh, my car will probably have, I got to buy four new tires for it next year, but, uh, but it's had the hundred miles a day and of course the trip out to, to Copper Harbor and the trip out to, to, uh, uh, Marshall McLuhan round table. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It was they were brand new right before we went out to Copper Harbor. So I think that's pretty good. They 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 actually lasted. Uh, well, then again, also I bought snow tires. So wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they only get half. You know, they only get half the 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 workout that they used to get. So, but right, needless yeah. to say, I still think they did. They've done pretty good. For, and for hybrid time. car tires are typically, as a rule of thumb, a lot harder rubber. Um, yeah, these than, are. Yeah, but the hybrid tires. Yeah, I I put normal tires on it though. I'll tell you one thing I've noticed my my gas mileage. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I put the snows on, way down with the hybrid, I was getting fifty three miles of the gallon, mm-hmm. and I'm down to forty eight forty nine. Oh with yeah, the, with the snows on. 
a lot more drag. Yeah. yeah. There's softer rubber. And it's a lot, I mean, they, they grip. There's a lot more drag. Yeah. It but rides a lot nicer, too. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's just off the rubber. It rides yeah. better. But yeah. it's at the expense of the MPG, but you get that peace of mind. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but that's <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. So that's my story. Michael. So, yeah, as, uh, I said, we went down to see the family for Thanksgiving and, uh, new tires and new front end tie rods and everything based on stuff that had already failed this year. <laughs> So really the only issue we had other than the uh the cap completely falling apart literally um <laughs> I is saw we that did picture. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that last show I think. But uh what are we talking about here? Uh oh, the family truckster. It's seasonal too. I wanted to play. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, but true to form, um, one of the valve stems started the leak, and we ah! were going to get it taken care of on the way down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is Thanksgiving, you know. <laughs> it's always something. <laughs> we just had all four of them replaced. And I was like, I, ah. But uh, they're like, we called up the, the the tire shop that I deal with. They're like, hey, uh, one of the valve stems is leaking again. And like, oh, well, we, uh, I said, it's one you just replaced. Oh, well, sorry about that, Michael. Just bring it down. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll make it, you know, we'll, we'll bring it down on the way down mm-hmm. as we come through because we're on the way down to Illinois for a trip. That's why we want to make sure we don't have to stop every, you know, 30 miles and fill the tires back in 65. <laughs> so I'm loading the truck. It's snowing. I'm still bummed out about the tractor. And uh, I get the first load of stuff in the truck and uh, actually in the bed of the truck, which we are now double bagging with lawn garbage bags because there's no cap. Right. And I walk in the house and Chris is holding the pager. And I look at her and I look at the pager and she goes, it sounds serious. And I'm like, uh, all right, where am I going? So um, I get paged out. Long story short, uh, I treated a patient. They had to go to the hospital. That's uh, automatic three-hour delay because it takes a while to treat, mm-hmm. transport, do paperwork, and come back. Um, so now it's too late to stop at the tire shop. <sighs> so now we are stopping at gas stations to and, – and finding a gas station that will do 65 pounds is a, is a trip. Oh, Yeah. These are diesel truck tires, and it's not yes. 35 pounds or 40 pounds I'm look, looking for here. And they have a significant capacity. I probably could run a you know an impact tool off those tires for a while. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get to a station that's got one of those quarter pumps, and you're like, you know, oh, great, jaga, 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 jaga. you can drink a whole you know a whole latte while you're waiting for one tire to fill up. And as I said, it was a delay. Um, we wound up stopping at uh, one of the stores down near campus and buying a tarp. And then I wound up retying that down in the bed like four times on the way down. Uh-huh. So after all those delays, it was uh, it was five in the morning uh, Eastern time when we actually arrived at my mom's house wow. on Thanksgiving Day, which was also Mark's birthday that day. Actually, yeah. uh, he was he's oh, yeah. twenty uh, fourth. But. Uh, Dinner wasn't until 2. We slept until noon. Had a great dinner. Had a great visit. Good trip. Good trip. And uh, part of that trip, this is actually all a lead-in to the segment here. Um, 
when I called my mom back in September to wish her happy birthday, uh, which I would have normally been down for, but uh, I needed to renew uh, some credits for my paramedic license. Yep. So I was at uh, at the the seminars and uh, the recertification. Called her and she said, "Yeah, when you come down for Thanksgiving, uh, I've decided I'm done driving." So she has uh, given us the princess, is what her name for the vehicle is. Oh, the uh, princess. Well, I like that. that. No, 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 no. Oh, no, come on. Uh, I'm currently calling it the Mighty Mercury Sable, uh, mm-hmm. but I can't do that. That's uh, you know that's in violation of the up in this brain uh, agreement because <laughs> the uh, Mighty Ford Taurus, I, uh, con- uh, contour? Mighty Ford Contour, Contour. Sorry, sorry, Jason. Um, anyhow, that takes that's got seniority. I still so like Princess. I, <laughs> I, I like Princess too, and there's lots <laughs> of songs with it. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to. Uh, I, I think the primary driver may. For for now, I'll become Mark until we finish rebuilding the Jeep. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, he's <laughs> gonna say too bad. Gonna be driving princess. Any princess. So, <laughs> it's a, anyhow. It's a '97 Mercury Sable with 32,000 miles on it. That's a big. <laughs> it's that's a big like, yeah, and it's 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 been garage kept. My mom literally drove it back and forth to church because she worked there. Right. So, um. <laughs> You can't get any more accurate than that. No, 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 you can't. I mean, it's in incredible condition. The downside is that and these actually, I don't know if they're the original tires. <laughs> if, if they're not, they're only the second. Actually, from the amount of tread on them, they're probably the second set. But they're still probably 10 years old. Uh-huh. Uh, Tiger Paw, all-season tires. And I did drive them. I did drive the vehicle back. About mm-hmm. two years ago, when when the family truckster broke down in Illinois, right. that was the eight hundred dollar water pump. Uh, that still burns me every time I think about that. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, and I had driven the vehicle back two years ago mm-hmm. with those same tires on it, and I think it had thirty one thousand on it then. Um, <laughs> maybe thirty. Maybe it wasn't. It wasn't in the twenties. It may maybe thirty thousand. But even then, the tires were so hard that. Even though there was plenty of tread and the snow up here just went, woo, woo. <laughs> so I was like, well, we're going to have to deal with this. And my mom said, well, just get new tires on it before you even go home. Mm-hmm. Ha. Yes. I went to a couple of places down there and they're like, oh, yeah, what's your tires? We got all these all season radials. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. All season to me is between May and October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, want- I'm not saying, not, not October to May, May and October. And they're like, well, <laughs> Where do you live? I said, Copper Harbor. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you, you need a real winter tire. I said, that's what I asked for. Yes. No, we don't. No, we don't have that. And then they're like, we don't even have them in the warehouses. They're like, oh. I can't believe that. With as much snow as the northern part of that state gets. That's I mean, they get snow down in Wisconsin. Illinois yeah, gets snow. So Chicago gets yeah, snow. Yeah, I mean, they, they get snow, but yeah. they do, nobody... Nobody actually stocks real winter tires down. No wonder why they have so many accidents. No kidding. So um, I'm like, well, okay. Well, the tires are fine. You know, I just uh, I'll drive it up there. So as I said, I hit a medic shift yesterday, and I told Chris, I said, well, let's drive the vehicle to uh, Station House, and I have the guys uh, give me a ride over to the tire shop. And uh, that was actually part of the reason why I went to town on Thursday is we went and finally got the tire valve replaced. Oh, yeah. And I got quotes for the Jeep, for real uh, snow tires for David's Jeep. Uh-huh. The Jeep? David's Jeep. The Jeep.
cool. I, I never get tired of hearing that. <laughs> so when we wanted to get the valve stem fixed, I just told them, I said, hey, I'm on duty tomorrow. And, and it, it, again, you know, it's two county area, 40,000 people. You walk in the shop, they know who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not only who you are, but you where you work. Yeah. And, right. uh, <laughs> yep, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I said, well, I'm on duty tomorrow. And they're like, yeah, just have somebody follow you over in the ambulance and drop it off and we'll take care of you. And I'm like, okay, can I get a quote? Well, we'll do you good, but yeah, we'll get you a quote. We'll guarantee it for for uh, for a month. Well, they quoted me, and I'm tired. I don't remember which actually which tire I bought other than it's, it's an actual. It's the equivalent of the... Uh, Wrangler Ultra Grip, but it's not a Wrangler. It's actually a better tire than Ar- that. Oh, it's not the Arctic Grip. It's the. Uh... Uh, but no, it's not a Wrangler. But it's actually a better tire than that. Okay. But uh, um, Bridgestone uh, Blue Zack. Oh, they are Bridgestones. They're, Bridgestone Blue Zacks. Yeah, Blue Zack. Um, snow ice tire. Yes, and installed. Three hundred seventy bucks. Holy shit! I'm coming up to ho, get tires. Oh wow! And they, gave, and they gave me a quote. They gave me a quote on the Jeep for three fifty installed. Are you kidding me? Jeez. No, but well, I think this might be the paramedic discount. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a huge discount. That's too. Nice. Yeah, it, it was. It was. You know, we're we're talking one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars less than they were quoting me in yeah. Illinois. Yeah, it's five hundred and thirty to five hundred and eighty dollars to get tires. And and, uh, wow. and they. And they took the four tires that were there, and they said, you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with these tires as long as you use them in the summer. Mm-hmm. He said they're almost like brand new as far as tread. Yeah. So they individually bagged each tire. They yep. were able to put three of them in the trunk and one in the back seat. Um, they actually would fit the Jeep, except that I really need to. get they, For three I'll get the Blizzax for the Jeep, too, yeah. and that quote's good for a month. Good God. Um, that a good price. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I had a set of those. I actually had the truck version of that for Chris's truck when we moved up here. Yep. Even bald those things gripped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, it was day-night difference. I pulled that. They, they they were done like an hour after I dropped off the, the vehicle yesterday. And I just basically told them, you know, I never know what my schedule's like, so here's the key. I've got one with me. Just lock it in the vehicle. But in between calls, actually, I did have a call in the area. They, my partner was able to drop me off, and he followed me back to the station. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah, it's it's it grips. It's, it, and it's right now it's that crappy snow, sleet, ice weather. Slushy and was, garbage. With ice underneath. And it was right. solid as a rock all the way back. So I feel nice. much better with Mark driving this right now until I get the Jeep redone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we need to come up with a name for, unless you want princess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the little princess? I'm going to look for music. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you can fit four full-size people in this vehicle. Yeah. I, had, I learned how to drive in a Mercury Sable, actually. And it's got a huge trunk, and it's, you know, and it's the version where the back seat folds down oh, right, into nice. the trunk so that you, you can... I think you probably could fit a four by eight. Not quite. Not quite four feet wide, but you could fit a long, yeah. you know, long items in that trunk. Actually, that's not true. The first car I was in was an '82 Capri station wagon. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's a babe magnet right there. I'll tell you. Crew pulling the Did they have the wood panel sides? Uh, no, thank God. Oh. It was just all. But it was turd brown. <laughs> it was turd brown with the, the with the plastic tan. Uh, interior. Ah, oh, I tell you what, when you go pick up your date with that, you're like, I ain't getting in that. <laughs> I think it was Orange Sunrise you were talking about. Oh, yes, yes. After, uh, <laughs> oh, this was definitely turd brown. I was, 
it was, yeah. You know, brown's one of my favorite colors, but not that one. Anyway, <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, there's got to be some songs or bumpers out there with either the, you know, the god Mercury, the Greek god Mercury, or the Sable. There's got to be something out there. We'll find it. We'll find it, yeah. Yep, yep. It doesn't have to get stuck with Princess. I, I but, mean, I wouldn't do that to anybody. Yeah, we're really thankful to my mom for giving us this car. There's going to be some, I'm sure, sitting is not necessarily good for a vehicle. No. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some things I need to take care of, but uh, boy, it's in good shape. And it got got just shy of 29 miles to the gallon on the way up here. Right. That's that's, my mother had a brand new and it got 29 miles to the gallon. Hmm. The V6 engine that was in it, so that's it's spot on. Well, basically, yep. with 30,000, 34,000 miles, it's still brand new. Yep, it just broke in. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> Probably have to change the oil on it because it just I put synthetic in it. I put synthetic oil in that thing from day one. Yeah. From and and literally, you, you'll get easy 200,000 out of that engine. Oh, okay. Oh, my turn. Whoops, sorry. Okay, you're it. I'm sitting here just uh, thinking. I was just thinking about it. My mother had gotten a Mercury Sable, and it was, uh, I remember the upgrade to that and asking to use the car at uh, 16 years old. It was the first year the Sable had come out, and I thought, man, this thing is so luxurious. And um, yeah, anyway, I digress. So uh, aside from the me playing a lot of video games uh, here on the uh, on the uh, injured list, injured reserve list, um, I got a phone call, or should I say, actually, because well, modern day millennials don't make phone calls; they send texts. Mm-hmm. And I got a text from my daughter, twenty-year-old mm-hmm. daughter, who says, "Geez, Dad." The car, when I hit the brakes, it feels a little weird, and it's making a noise. I'm like, oh, shit. What car? Like, Daisy. Okay. It almost is, give me your asshole, too. I they, they Listen to that last part. That's what it sounds like it says, because he mumps. But, uh. Actually, you know what? That song's going to get retired as of January. So, yeah. Um, so I get this text, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" I'm like, "What? What kind of noise? How? I mean, does it stop? Does it stop? Okay. What's the pedal feel like? I'm hitting her with all this stuff because I'm like, you know what? I'll just have Ronnie go down and pick it up with the flatbed and drag it up here. And uh, no, no, it stops. It stops. Okay. And it's just it made this funny noise. And I thought, all right, this weekend, I can't bend and twist and wrench on cars but what i can do is sit in a chair right in the same bay as that car and you come up with the clothes that you are absolutely are going to get filthy grungy beyond belief almost to the point of non-washable and you're going to be my hands and i'm going to tell you what to do and what tools to get out and you're putting brakes on it's on the front brakes disc brakes Mm. And I said, and then I can inspect it before we put the wheels on so I know everything's, you know, copacetic and kosher there. Yeah. So she said, all right. So she drove up, and this was on Sunday. And uh, so the first thing, uh, she said, yeah, I'm here, and, and I'm listening to the car, and it's making a couple of, couple of weird noises. Like I said, Daisy's on her way out. 
And so I, I cripple my way out there and I get behind the wheel and I said, all right, I'm just going to take it for a ride down the dirt road and turn it around and come back and see what we got. Now, I live at the top of a mountain and uh, it's a big mountain, you know, 1,501 feet above sea level. So, I mean, it's a bump compared to some mountains, but it's high up compared to the rest of the town. And I thought, okay, out the driveway, down the dirt road we go. And then it starts to do that 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 pointing down, down. And I'm like, okay. And there's a hairpin turn to the right. And you go about a quarter of a football field's length. And then a, a hairpin turn to the left. And you continue further down the mountain to the highway or to the, to the paved road. Uh-huh. Well... I got to that first hairpin and I went to place my right foot on that brake pedal and one word came to mind. Well, three words. Where's the brakes? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, holy crap, we're not slowing down like I expected it to. There's like no pedal that in my uh, opinion as far as the way I know it's supposed to be. Got the car down, did our little test run, came back and on the way through out the test run, I immediately I had stopped at the uh, local auto parts place and uh, picked up front brake pads and, and uh, picked up the anti-chatter and came back here. In which case, we pulled it into what we call the hut, which is a big a concrete floor garage we have at the back of the property and uh, I said okay time to jack her up it was definitely time for new front brakes and uh, I don't know how it, again this car is it's at its tail end of its life I took off one well I didn't take them off and my daughter t- took off on one side and I said hand me those brake those brake shoes uh, brake pads because front disc rear drum I'm like, damn, they don't look bad. I mean, there's still plenty of meat on those. I mean, it's they're not brand new, but they're 50%. I'm like, that, then I, you know, and I yeah. wheel myself over and I'm looking at the rotor and I'm feeling it. I'm like, yeah, it's not really, it's got a couple of high spots, but it's not like it's warped. And uh, that's weird. Well, we're putting them on anyway. Put the new ones on on that side, torque everything down. She bolts everything up. I check everything. Okay, good. And now we wheel around to the other side. And she starts to take that apart and has a little trouble. And here, use this breaker bar, blah, 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 blah. Get the brake pads. I said, hand me those uh, brake pads. One of them had disintegrated the whole one-third of the bottom of the shoe. Whoa. Or the pad. And I went, and it was heat cracks. And I went, oh, shit. That would explain the feeling and sensation. And they were way, they were a lot more worn down than the opposite side. Huh. Huh. Thought, okay, so it's breaking heavy on the passenger side. And I said, interesting. I said, now, it's braking finally. I'm going to put the brakes on. I'm going to take this thing for a test drive. This car has to last 30 days. Now, typically, brake pads will last six months to a year. It only has to last 30 days. And I'm pulling this car off the road for good. So we'll go through the process of buying her a good used car. So we put them all on, and I take it for a test drive. Oh, my God, what a difference. It stopped when it was supposed to. <laughs> it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to her, when we got back, I said, you know when I asked you if the 
pedal felt spongy and you're like, nah, I guess it feels fine. What you felt was extreme, not fine. <laughs> Just remember that, okay? So put your foot on the pedal now. And she's like, oh my God, it's, it, as soon as you start to touch the pedal, you, it starts to grip and it gets harder and, and, and the car starts to slow down. I said, that's the way it's supposed to work. Hmm. What you were, were trying to text to me, and I hate texting. You don't text me a problem. I can't diagnose it as easily as if you make the noise and I talk to you and hear your voice. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Daisy got breaks and she's good for 30 days. Uh, as soon as mm-hmm. we, as soon as we actually hit January, wow. so. I'm going to have the tires, the snow tires uh, ripped off of it with the rims and uh, have it crushed. Hmm. Wow. So that's, Everything I got there, and with Michael getting prices of three hundred fifty bucks, I'm half tempted to say, "Tell me, what am I? Tell my son to go drive Rambo up there and get snow tires put on him." <laughs> really? So, so you're saying that brake pads are only good for six months to a year? You can get more than that out of them if you live in a mountainous area, mm-hmm. and typically, and depending upon the compound. In other words. You have what's called semi-metallic brake pads, which mm-hmm. are factory OEM. That's roll, what's, what was on the car when it rolled off the assembly line. Yeah. And those pass DOT inspection, which is fine. Mm-hmm. However, they're at the bottom of the scale. They get better from there, which will last longer and longer and longer. Mm-hmm. So I, I opted for semi-metallics. I, but if you had ceramic brakes on a car, psh, yeah. You, yeah, unless you're either a race car driver or drive downhill all the time. Mm-hmm. With your or foot an ambulance. Pump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you're, you, you, those things will last you years, years okay. and years. I'm just curious I've, because I've never had my brake pads replaced on the Prius. Really? What are you? Wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am unaware of ever having my brake pads replaced since I've had the car. But then again, I have the regenerative braking system on there. Which means you wear up. You would actually wear up brakes a little faster because every time you brake, it wants the drag to spin the motors to recharge to do the regeneration. But those also might be ceramic pads, not semi-metallic. But but actually, the, the the pads actually they don't even touch. The pads. It's all done. The regenerative things all done with the, I think the transmission and the motors or whatever. Okay. So, right, I, so you know, so the only it, time I really hit those pads is if I got to slam the brakes on. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now to find out if they're ceramic or not or semi. Know. You know. But I don't remember not- ever paying for new brake pads or, or or I was always, you know I I had mentioned to them before I said you know. Aren't you supposed to get your brakes replaced every so often? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they wear out every couple, at least every, you know, if you do regular driving and you're doing 100 miles a day, you're going to well, go I got 225,000 miles on. Yeah, they've had to have been changed. There's no way in hell they would have lasted that long. Hell no. I don't remember ever paying for it. And if I did, it might be just once. Uh, yeah, now you got me kind of wondering. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Two hundred brake pads, eighty dollars and seventy six cents, forty seven dollars for there. 
uh, and they're a piece of cake to change. I mean, it's the same as every I mean, other damn. Thing. I, I know damn well that the the they, they check them because mm-hmm. you know they're going to tell me. Of course, especially the dealership will will tell me that probably before they actually need to be changed that they need mm-hmm. to be changed because <laughs> it's right. a dealership. But and town town fair tires would probably do the same. Well, they may not check the brakes. I don't know, but. Uh, uh. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I'm just curious because when you said that, I'm like, hey, you know, if I got those brakes changed, I I know I haven't been getting them changed like every other year. Every two years tops. Yeah, I mean, I, every vehicle I've ever owned, I've had to put brake pads on the front at least. You know, I might get two years out of them yeah. and then that third year i have to put another set on i can tell you i've you know it's because i always look over my bills and what they do they tell me what they do and everything and i, I you know i can't mm-hmm. remember the last time if if at all they replaced the brakes on that huh. car but then again like i said the regenerative braking system you know you don't really use the brakes on on the wheels that they much must- they yeah but when you put your foot on that brake pedal you're not really breaking the motors you're you're breaking the motors but you're also breaking the wheels themselves no i'm not it doesn't go down to the wheels until the absolute last minute Mm, i'm trying to replace the brakes on my 05 prius at seventy four thousand miles and i'm looking at the guy's brake pad and Mm. there ain't much left so i may have gotten i may have gotten them done once but and yeah. I'm thinking it's getting time because I have noticed that the the brake pedal's getting a little mushy. If it's getting mushy, they're getting low. Yeah, but again, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just curious because it's like, yeah, I don't remember ever getting them replaced. Now I, I could have gotten them done once, but if if I was getting them done every year or every other year, I would I would remember that. All right. Actually, I'm just reading a little blog here. Yeah, and the guy was saying, "He goes, while I have read that some owners have not had to change their brake pads or shoes until uh, until over a hundred thousand miles on their Prius, uh, my Prius takes a lot of abuse mm. on a delivery route of about fifty-eight miles with five hundred and twenty-four stops daily." Oh yeah, well that would definitely yeah, but then again, mine's mostly highway driving, and you know, I, and when I brake, I I am a very light breaker. I always take my foot off the gas pedal. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, yep. and slow, have the car naturally slow down, and then, then I hit the brakes, and then, mm-hmm. you know. It's, True. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it'd be worth the next time you... Yeah. Well, actually, they would have noticed that whenever they put the snow tires on. Cause they're gonna yeah, look but at that, was town, that was Town Fair tires. I don't know whether they check the brakes. They might. They probably do. I know they check for realignments and stuff like that. Right. But, there, but yeah, when I, I take yeah. it, if I take it to the dealer for work, they always do this... So many point. 107,000 point inspection. Yeah, because they, they want to get as much money out of you as they can. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, I don't know. See, the problem is, is if I ask about it next time I take it down there, then they're going to say, oh yeah, your brakes need changing. <laughs> well, it's easy enough to do. You just yeah, jack up one tire and take it off. Turn the wheel and you'll oh, see them. Yeah. You can see them without taking the caliper off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just curious because I like I said I don't remember ever getting them getting them changed. Maybe yeah. once, maybe once, but you know. Well, 
I, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you. I, mean, I do know what to tell you. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how to candy cut. Yeah, I'd be piking and taking a tire off tomorrow. <laughs> just for peace of mind. Yeah. Jack it up. Turn the wheel. Take the tire off. And you don't have to take the brakes off at all. There's a hole in the back of the caliper. Yeah. Designed see. for inspection. So you just take your flashlight and you can look. You can see the meat on the pad if it's yeah. there, if it's not. Yeah. Because I, I know, uh, you know, it's got two settings. It's got drive and it's got B. And they call it B because it's supposed to be that you can charge your battery faster if it's in that mode. But it's like, a to me, it's like a low gear since I don't have gears on there. And so I know in the wintertime I drive in B in snowy weather because I can take my foot off the gas pedal and pretty much come to a complete stop without having touching to, the brakes. Without touching the brakes. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I don't know. I'm just you, you made me when you said that I said, huh. Yeah. <laughs> brakes are kind of important. I don't need all the windows to go down, but I definitely need brakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to get that checked next time. Or soon. <laughs> Dr. Kenny's. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it in your garage. Really. Okay. Piece yeah, of I've never changed brakes before. Well, I'm just like inspect them to see if they need yeah, it. Yeah, inspecting. I, yeah. My, my my dad used to change brakes all the time, but. It's uh, a okay. cake. I could teach yeah. you how to do it in, in, in an hour. Yeah, I know right it's. It's fairly easy. It's disgustingly easy. Yeah. It can only go on one way. <laughs> Everything goes on one way. And yeah. if it all doesn't clunk back into place where the bolts line up, something ain't right. It's yeah. a piece of cake. Especially if you get it done before you damage the rotor. You damage the rotor, yeah. then it gets a whole lot more complicated. Yeah, yeah, then, you, yeah and then you got to change the rotor, which like, that gets a little bit, like Michael said, it gets more, more complex. Not impossible, but yeah. more complex. I remember the days when you used to just lay them down the rotor if the rotor got a little scratched up they would just go and lay that now that now oh, yeah, you just 10 it. off of it yeah 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 they still i mean it depends on each state's a little different some states will still cut them they'll cut one thousandth off of it just to yeah. level it off yeah hmm. all right well, i guess that, that was That's that it. was interesting okay so huh. so much ends our first new Blend. episode of the Bland Tour. Wow! So I guess we're into entertainment last month. And welcome to Entertainment Last Month, where we talk about things that, uh, well, they're new to us. They may not be, they may be several weeks or months or even years old, but they're, they're new to us, so we speak about them now. So, uh, I will start off with, uh, over the Thanksgiving break, uh, my, uh, wife and I sat down and watched the movie Independence Day Resurgence otherwise known as Independence Day 2. And and my review of that is, storyline was choppy, um, not much of a storyline, 
but it was an action film and and the action film was good and it was good to see some of the old people come back and and uh and it 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 held our attention we enjoyed it even though the storyline was pretty much crap (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's my review of independence day resurgence worth a look maybe one and a half thumbs up okay you know so uh worth it just for the you know the battle scenes and things like that spaceships and stuff like that right right so okay michael you're next yeah excuse me and uh actually we just bought the dvd of that i'd heard horrible things about it but i still want to see it so uh yeah we picked it up at uh at the store while we were down in Illinois, so we'll be looking at that soon, watching it mm-hmm. soon. Um, but while we were down there, uh, we normally do the family movie on Thanksgiving and Christmas breaks while we're down there. And uh, this time, we went to go see Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Uh, Is that the, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, fo- or prequel, I guess? Yes, yes it is. Yeah, um, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> If you're a Harry Potter fan, you'll yeah. enjoy this movie. I'm not going to give anything away. Okay. Other than they did a wonderful job with it. All right. But yes, it is. It, it is a. Uh, it's a pretty major prequel. Hmm. I'm. I, I'm looking oh. forward to seeing that. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I'm next. I just noticed. Uh, uh, actually, the magic antenna popped up something, and I I had to go look at the schedule. And apparently. Uh, when Vikings ended last uh, summer, uh-huh. that was only half the season because oh. the rest of season four, uh, episode eleven of season four, uh, was back last week. Oh, I've never so, watched it. Uh, Vikings is a cool show. So uh, if you if you are a Vikings fan, not the football team, uh, but the but the show, um, it's back. And I don't know, I think it's got four or five episodes until the end of season four. So, very good. Um, and, and, and Joel, if you ever want to watch it, you need to actually watch it from the beginning because there is a storyline that goes. Like Game through. of Thrones kind of thing? Yeah. No, storyline that always follows, right? Yeah. So, um, but uh, I'm, I'm happy about it. I haven't seen it yet. I was just happy to see that it downloaded. So, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing Episode 11 of Season 4. So, Michael. So, yeah, I was uh, as I was cruising around on uh, Netflix and looking to see what to add to my list, there's a couple of series uh, documentaries I'm in the middle of right now, so I'm not ready to recommend them yet, although one is looking very promising that I'm watching. But uh, I have added a cartoon, I think for the first time, to my watch list. Uh, I don't know how long they've had it, but this is the first time I've seen it show up. Uh, Netflix has Phineas and Ferb on their list. And uh, on some of the shows that my kids watched when they were growing up, this was one of my favorites. Hmm. Uh, what is it? I, I've never heard of it. Uh, it's hard to describe, but it's uh, generally it's, it's, it's two young guys. Uh, uh, I think one's like his cousin or something from England. Um, that are always getting into projects that are well beyond them. So, you know, they'll take a delivery and, 
the delivery person are going will say, aren't you a little young to be handling uh, nuclear waste? And he'll go, yes, yes, I am. Um, and then and there's the older sister interest, and in they're always trying to bust them because they do these big projects while the parents are gone. Uh. And then they have a pet platypus called Perry, who's actually a secret agent. So uh, there's there's a whole other side. I mean, it's actually it's one of these shows that caters to the kids and it caters to the parents. And because of that, I still watch it when it was on TV. And now that it's I see that it's on Netflix, I will be watching it on All Netflix. Right. Is it animated? Uh, yes, it's animated. Okay. Okay. Uh, my my uh, oldest son still wears his Perry Secret Agent T-shirt. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's one of those timeless shows. So if, right. if you're into good animated shows, um, I highly recommend it. it. Yeah, it is for kids, but Nah, it sounds good. It hard still. So, I'm gonna yes. try. I'm gonna check it out. I've never heard of it. So, wow, very cool. All right, awesome, awesome. I think that's gonna do it for show two twenty five. Um, anybody got anything else? No, I'm I'm done. Okay. You didn't have to tell me to wake up once. Hey, yeah, that's, that's true. That's coming soon. <laughs> I'm running out of steam fast. So, um, yeah. we do we do have a musical guest this week. It's the Congos and. Um, well, this was the theme. I guess. I guess if you you probably didn't get to see it because it it was on, and then boom, we had the first episode of uh, the Bland tour this this uh, this week. So, but uh, if you had uh, been paying attention the past couple, uh, the past week, I guess um, we had our trailer out for the Bland tour, and and this was the music that was used in it, and it was uh, it's uh, called "Come With Me Now." So. We'll be cool. listening to the Congos and come with me now. So I think that's going to do it for show 225. Um, again, as we usually do at the end of the show, we want to thank our military members out there, both Conus and Oconus, for what they're doing. Um, stay safe out there, especially you Oconus guys. And uh, we hope you get back home to your family and friends real soon. Until then, we'll keep the home fires burning for you. So, with that, from the Mananoc region, where it's starting to get snowy-like and Christmassy. Um, oh, that was another thing. Yeah, I'll have to save that for next time. I, we went to the uh, Christmas light, uh, uh, a Christmas tree lighting ceremony last night, and no. we didn't make it all the way to the Christmas tree lighting ceremony because um, apparently Jaffrey is filled with feral kids. Uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> that don't know how to do anything but scream curdling blood curdling screams at the top of their lungs um wow. but uh, anyway that's uh, remind me next time i'll i'll talk about our experience <laughs> anyway okay from the Manadog region and uh good old jaffrey new hampshire i'm barry J. and this is joel <laughs> text you really <laughs> I thought I heard my text tone back there, but that wasn't me. Uh, oh. and anyhow, um, and from the suburbs of Copper Harbor, where it's starting to look like October. Getting ready to go out in the woods and go for that 10,000-pointer, get that Christmas tree. Oh, this is Michael, the Virtual Yeeper. All right, everybody. That's it. We'll see you next time. Until then, here are the Congos. Come with me now. 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 Come with me
Afraid to lose control and caught up in this world. I've wasted time, I've wasted breath. I think I've thought myself to death. I was born without this fear. Now only this seems clear. I need to move, I need to fight, I need to lose myself tonight.